Hey everyone, this is Joel. And I'm Kyron. Monkeys, Nintendo VR, Pokemon, all in a day's work for another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing good, sir? Joel, I'm doing quite well. Wonderful! We are in the same room again. We are. I like that this is becoming a regular occurrence. <laughs> it's nice. It helps um, being both of us being very mobile. Yeah, so. that's very true. Yeah, and okay. me actually having a weekend off of work. Although I do have to be at work in... Don't think about it. Just don't think about hours. it. Don't think about it. Uh, and there's a two-hour drive in there. Yeah, anyway. Don't think about we'll, it. It's fine. We've got we'll, a podcast to do. We'll work that out. We'll work that out. Anyway, but how have you been, man? I'm good. 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 It's, good. Been, a, it's been a pretty good week. It, yeah. Saw a very good movie recently. Yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about it now or later in the episode in bonus round or something. I mean, look. So we can, like, hash out some time for it. <laughs> look, because I, I don't want to talk about it too much because I, I don't want to really go into too many details. But we, we've both seen Captain Marvel now. It was very good. It's great. And I, I, it's not a spoiler for the movie, but just, holy shit, Carol Danvers might be my new favorite superhero in the MCU. Um, I think she is mine. I yep. think she easily is. Because Brie Larson is the fucking best. Brie Larson is and, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and she's so good in this movie. And yeah, it's definitely worth it. I know there's some people that have been a little bit like, oh, but, but yeah, okay. I get it. Like it's tough because you have to, you do have to sort the genuine ones. From the the crying man babies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but even then, like, the genuine ones where they're sort of going, oh, well, look, you know, if you're going into this expecting, let's just say, if you're going into this expecting answers, don't. I mean, I don't know who would be. Some people are. They're like, oh, okay. Like, that's what I mean. Like, some people, I I legitimately think there are some people that are like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Because, you know, this is the first movie since, first Marvel movie since, um... Infinity War, so people are like, well, they good answers. It's like, well, but they no. knew it was set before, right? I mean, yeah, but still, some people are hopeful like that, and I think some people were a little disappointed, but whatever. Anyway, all I'll say is I went into it expecting the main thing for me that I was expecting was the introduction of the scrolls, and that has now happened. Yes, and that was that was honestly the main thing. I was like, this is going to happen. Yes, <laughs> um. I have other th- I have other yes. thoughts on that, but we won't touch on that. We'll now. talk about that off off mic. <laughs> yes, actually, that's a good point. Uh, but yeah, no. Apart from that, I've, I've we in the last week since we've last recorded, uh, I my wife and I have got a new house. Congrats! Well, we haven't got it yet, but we're well, about I, to. I, I take back my congrats until you yeah, have it. Well, no, that's no, okay because I'm in that hellish phase <laughs> uh, with, that is packing, and I hate it. I hate it so much. Go turf some of that stuff, Joel. I just I hate it. It's so overwhelming, and I hate it so much. Nothing like a good clean out. I know, and I'm going to do it. It's just... Oh, we've, th- we've thrown in a whole bunch of stuff already, but it's so overwhelming, and I just want I just want to skip ahead. I just want to time skip to the part where I'm in the house. If you and, could if you could microtransaction life. I'd pay... <laughs> oh, dude, seriously. $4.99 would, and skip, skip the $4.99? Packing. Fuck yeah! I didn't say if it was $4.99. 
I, I stand by my statement. <laughs> I will pay that. Uh, fair enough. That's a, a time skip to where my house... I don't even care if it's set up. I just want to be out of my current shitty place and into a nice place that's good. And I get... I, because unpacking's okay. I'm okay with unpacking. Unpacking is fun because you get, you get to set everything up. Yeah, exactly. And it's less stressful. You don't have a time frame on on unpacking. Anyway, I mean, you do kind of unofficially, but not like that. You have to be out of here by this date. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's that's been my that's been my week. Apart yeah. from seeing Captain Marvel. Yeah, honestly, my week's not much different. It's just been working. Haven't had much time for video games this week. Yeah, I feel. And like. I mean, honestly, when I have, it's been the same. Yep. So I'm not. Yep. I'm not bringing much new to Questlog this week. I have. Uh, uh, I have just. I'm scratching the surface of Devil May Cry Five. Yeah. But I haven't played enough to bring it. So Look, well, if that's we, next week. That's I was going to say, if we hold off on that, this guy might have gone and picked it up by then as well. Because I'm. Then you it's, could pull your devil trigger. It's it's a hook it, man. Every time I look at stuff, I watched a 20-minute video last night on the history of Devil May Cry, and I think... No, I don't. I still sort of... I have questions, but... I mean, you, you are always going to have questions. I, I, there's the thing. I don't think I actually have questions. I'm still just... I'm going to get into the game. I'm going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> huh? Cool. Pull my devil trigger. Let's go. Um, but, mate, if you made it through Kingdom Hearts 3, Devil May Cry should be a breeze. That's true, actually. Should yeah. be a breeze. This is slightly less convoluted. S- significantly less convoluted. Significantly less convoluted, yeah. Um, anyway, well, I think we've had our little catch-up. Yeah, we have. We've, we've had our banter. We've bantered. Mm. All right, I think banter, it's time. Banter period is now over. <laughs> Cut off the banter. Uh, and with that, I think it's time we move in to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show, where we each uh, come together and report about our uh, gaming activities over the last week or so. Um, I played something that you haven't um, quite in depth. Uh, you have, but, but we've also played. We, we we dabbled in something that we both like together as well that we might want to touch on briefly. Um, we'll bring it up. We'll bring it up. But uh, the game I was playing this week that uh, I sort of forgot until the day before it came out, um, was coming out last week, was uh, Ape Out. So, Ape Out, published by Devolver Digital, so surprise, surprise, it's a game for me. Um, And developed by one dude, basically, uh, uh, which is uh, Gabe Cazillo. Cazillo, I think his name is. Uh, Yeah, basically did everything. Uh, He also had some help from Bennett Foddy on some of the art. Which is, uh, if you're familiar with the game Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy, uh, that, that is the he's, Bennett Foddy. His, his name is in the title. So. Exactly. So, um, yeah, he helped out on that. Uh, and also uh, Matt Botch, uh, or Bock, uh, who did the music for it. And uh, there's a reason why I mentioned that specifically, which I'll touch on very shortly. Um, but if you're not familiar with Ape Out, it is, uh, I guess, the, the, one, the one-line pitch that I w- I've been giving to people is, is like, think Hotline Miami, but instead of, like, guns and a, and a weird story you you're you're a gorilla and you're busting out um and that's it it there's obviously a lot more to it than that not necessarily narrative wise um it's very minimalistic it has a very distinct art style that sort of reminds me of like an old alfred hitchcock poster like a movie poster i mean i can i can see that like i but, haven't played it myself but i have seen it in motion yeah and i get what you're saying yeah i know i know what you're referring to when you say that yeah um and, and but the gameplay is yeah a, a top down sort of uh 
a brawler, I guess you could call it. Um, I think it's categorized on Wikipedia as a beat 'em up. So, like, I mean, you do seem to punch a lot of things. Yeah, and well, crush and things, and well, that's the basic. <laughs> the The game basic gameplay is super simple. There's not much to it at all. There's basically like the controller stick and two buttons that you need to worry about. Uh, and the way that that works is that um, you're controlling this this ape. It's top down. You're going through these procedurally generated levels that um, uh, have different themes, which I'll I'll come back to in a moment as well. Cause it also relates to the music. Um, and yeah, you have a like a throw button that's an immediate like push throw, and you've got a grab button. So you're basically trying to bust out of this. You know, I guess the first the first area is kind of like a like a experimental like a lab that you're busting out of. So the typical sort of scenario you would think yeah, of when, when you're a giant monkey. Exactly. Yeah. When you, you know, being experimented on and, um, I played rampage. Exactly. Yeah. So, and basically you, you're busting out and there's all lots of different guards there. They start off being pretty simple with, um, with like just simple guns and they upgrade to things like shotguns and there's assault rifles and, uh, there's grenadiers as well. that throw like grenades. Of um, and, and also if you throw, so the basic gameplay is like, throwing them against walls or like throwing them into other enemies. So they careen into walls and knowing what type of enemy will do damage to another type of enemy. Uh, but also grabbing them as well. So say you grab hold of a, like a shotgun guy and there's a, a group of it. He's in the front of the, like a group of enemies and you grab him and turn around and face the group of enemies. You basically, it gets, he'll, he'll fire one shot from his shotgun oh, and their okay. weapons can do damage to, the other enemies as well and then you can use that to career let then spin around and throw it to someone who's standing behind you do you get points for all of this or? no points okay okay it's no points it's just survival it's just getting through stages as quickly uh, there is a there was the i mean there is a, a, an arcade mode which adds a time limit to it uh to it all and there's also a harder difficulty as well um so not much in terms of replayability um i'm about just over halfway through it and i haven't played it a lot um that's not to say that you should be like, oh, well, it's only two hours, you shouldn't play it. No, that by all means, this game is, I would say this game is a don't skip. It's uh, like the gameplay is familiar uh, and, and and yeah, it, it's pretty easy to jump into. It's hard to master at certain parts, parts as well. And it becomes almost like a puzzle game as well, much like that Hotline Miami vibe where you're like, all right, I've got to figure out my, my optimal route through this. Mixes it up a little bit though without... Because um, with Hotline Miami, it was like one shot, you're dead. And you had set levels that were the same every time. Whereas with this one, the levels are procedurally generated. Um, but you can take a few hits before you go down. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. I almost had you. I'm, th- I'm sorry. You I- did. Like, you were so close. <laughs> uh, but honestly, it's... In a game like this, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a detriment. I mean, I'm okay with like procedurally generated stuff like this. Um, but the way that, uh, like I said before, that the, the different areas are set out, they're set out as, um, they describe them as LPs basically. So like records. Um, so each area is like a new record and each record has eight stages that are side A and side B. So you play through the first four and then it'll go end of side A and you'll go into the next four levels and it's like side B. Um, and at the end of each LP, you get like the ape out splash screen and it's like, cool. It's very like stylized. <laughs> um, and so music is a big a factor of this game as well, because I, 
it, this game is on Switch. I think it's out on other stuff as well. Actually, I don't think I think it might be a Switch exclusive. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, but with the Switch, I generally play if I'm playing in handheld mode, which I did for a lot of this game. I don't usually have the sound on with some games. Like it doesn't. It's not. It's not important to me. This game. <sighs> no, no, no. It's not that it's not important to me. Depending on the game. The, the the games that I predominantly play in handheld mode on the Switch. Okay. Like. Okay. It's okay. I'm. I. I. I can. I don't mind being without sound. This game requires sound because it has the most insane like jazz drumming soundtrack. And not only that, it's all like reactive to how you're playing. So if you're going on a massive rampage and just get left, right, like throwing guys against walls and stuff like that, the, the insanity and the intensity of the drums increases and it just becomes this like cacophony of sound. And it's phenomenal. It's like, I, I don't know if you've seen Whiplash. Nope. Okay. For anyone out there who's seen Whiplash, <laughs> I know there's at least one person who listens to this podcast that has seen that movie. Um, it's very much like that. It's just this crazy sort of like wild drumming that I've seen a lot of people refer to it as like um, Buddy Rich, who was a very famous drummer who was just absolutely insane at drumming. Um, similar sort of thing. And it's just, it's nuts. Like, and it changes with different styles. So the first, like I said, with the first LP, it's um, uh, like busting out of like a lab. So it's pretty like the normal sort of jazz sort of fair, but like this crazy insane jazz um, then the second one is, uh, you're on, it's called high rise, I think. And you'll basically go, each level is a different like series of floors. So you go down like the high rise from, uh-huh. from the top to okay. the bottom and eventually you get to the bottom. And with that one too, there's, that's where it introduces like the shotgun guys a lot more and assault rifle guys. Cause they'll come in through the windows in some open areas, they'll swing in, but that also opens you up to throwing people out windows. <laughs> So it gives it mixes up the gameplay a little bit, um, and then the third one, which I'm in at the moment, adds uh, there's like explosive barrels that are around that can explode, and you can catch fire, and also enemies can catch fire. Um, in terms of difficulty, like I'm playing it obviously on normal because that's the difficulty that opens up to you at first. Um, it's hard and challenging, but not unplayable. I have heard that the last LP. I think the second last level is where it gets fucking insane. I don't know why, because apparently it's a mild spoiler uh, as to oh, why okay. it gets insane. Interesting. Um, well, it, it, I think Devolver Digital put out a tweet saying, hey, look, yeah, look, don't don't talk about why it's so crazy. Just let people experience that for themselves. Um, I'm probably going to look it up after this, honestly. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it might not be as crazy. It might I not be. As, I kind of just want to know. It might not be as insane as they made it out to be, but like, um, the way that the game has ramped up, I would imagine that something something's going to happen that's crazy. But, um, but yeah, like it's it's so refreshing to have like a, a game that I'm like I can just play, and has it has a sort of a narrative, but not really. The narrative is get out, escape. This you are monkey. You need to escape. Everything else in this area is bad. Like is a person who has done something to you or is trying to stop you, and you need to fuck them up. And it's honestly, it's like twenty two bucks, I think. Um, which, if you look at it, it's if you, if you look at it at a purely base level, if you get two or three hours out of it, that's about the same length as a movie, which is about what you would pay for a movie ticket these days, full price, in a way. 
Yeah, wow, going to the movies sort of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, like if you look at it that way, and it's something that you're interacting with as well. Um, I'd be interested to see if down the track they add anything else to it, like DLC or free updates or anything like that. I haven't seen anything from from memory that they're going to be doing that, but I hope so because this game is uh, yeah, this game's a don't skip just for its visual style, its simple gameplay, but like challenging enough to keep you wanting to come back to it and that soundtrack is just crazy like go look up a, like one of the trailers for it or like a gameplay video of it and just to see it in action um and it runs i haven't had any glitches on it. i've been playing in handheld mode I haven't had any glitches or anything like that um it runs at pretty much i like a smooth frame rate it's just there's a bit of a loading time at the start when you start the game up but like that's just loading everything basically and in between levels it's it's not too much of a load time. That's uh, one really cool thing, though, which I'll wrap up with. When you die in the map, it zooms out on the map and it shows your path from the start of that level. Oh, okay, that's that, that level at, to where you were, which is like, oh, cool. I, I was almost at the end because, like, I say it's procedurally generated, but it's pretty much the same. There are, like, funnel points, like corridor points that will funnel you into. So, okay, so like how Diablo 3 was procedural but there were there were canon rooms where it's like no basically this, a thing is happening here therefore yeah. it is here but the corridors are all different. like there might be like a corridor that's full of elevators which you know hijinks ensue um but yeah like that that's uh it's really cool to see your path and you'll be like that devastating thing it was like i was almost at the final like i was almost at the door to the next stage um but yeah, I've really enjoyed my time with it. I'm going to finish it. It's it's a, it's one of those games where I'm like, must remember this at the end of the year. Just Write it the, down. I, I think it's going to be like, like it's not going to be high up in my list, but I think it might be a potential contender for something like, you know, like a, a solid 9 or 10 in my uh, list. 29 is pretty crazy so far. I know, I know, I know. Resi 2, Kingdom Hearts, and now DMC have all dropped. Yeah. I played <sighs> one of those. Sekiro is two weeks away. Oh, God, I'm not ready for that. No one's ready for it. Yeah, let's not... The preview embargo went up this week. It sounds terrifying. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Anyway. I'm shaking in my boots thinking about it. Anyway. Shall we talk about a game that we're not shaking in our boots talking about because... No. Yeah, okay. We didn't click with us. We'll talk about it, but just not feeling it. Not feeling it. And I wanted to so badly. See, Um, I, I... I should say I came into it with an open mind, yep. but I was also still carrying the baggage of playing the first one Yes, and just sort of giving it a big old shoulder shrug. Yeah. We are, of course, talking about, we, we jumped in over last weekend. Uh, we jumped into the- Monday night or something. Yeah, Monday night. We jumped into the open beta for the Division 2, um, Ubisoft's new- Games as a service. Games as a service. Yeah. Um, and look, there are people out there that really liked it, and I think it's very admirable- Admirable- Yeah. Wow, my voice is not working today. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's really cool to see them, like with the first game that they released this product, it was not in a great space. And they acknowledged that like completely like, you know, straight up with everyone to be like, hey, look, we know our game's broken. We've got DLC that we were working on. We're going to pause that and we're going to fix this game. And they did. And look- they turned it around for the people that really liked it. So That's great. And... They get a pass because back then when, when they did that, it was sort of, I mean, I, I don't want to say it was new and unexpected, but they were like, I mean, I want to say that like probably the second major games as a service after Destiny. Yep. So 
it was sort of uncharted waters and it's not like how so obviously anthem came out to <laughs> middling applause recently it's and they've been it. doing the same thing as what yeah, it's true. Ubisoft did but also at this point they should know better and i can't i still am sh- i can't shake that feeling that division 2 will come out and still have stuff wrong just because yeah again it's nothing against ubisoft they, they the developers always put out these roadmaps for these games of service games and you look at them and sort of go cool i'll buy it in 90 days mm. That's where I'm at for a lot of these games. Absolutely. Because, like, again, I don't know how long what what the one for Division was, but Anthem was like, "Here's our our ninety day ninety day roadmap." I'm like, cool. See you in like three months. It's like that game's <laughs> gonna be finished in ninety days. Nice. That's All great. Right. That's great. good news. Cool. Awesome. But yeah, so um, we did we fight we we fired up the Division Two open beta for I don't know it wasn't long it was maybe a two or three hour yeah, session two or three hours yeah did a couple of missions and also just. A lot of messing around. A lot of messing around. That's what that's what I was mostly there for. And it was fun. Like I I had fun, but I didn't feel like it did make me go, Wow, I need to I need well, to put aside time for this game. Where I'm at right now for these games is I'm play I I played the Anthem beta, I played this beta, because I am looking for one of those games. Yeah, true. I I long for the day the innocent days of destiny. I know. Yeah, I like, agree. Where we just like we would five that up and it's like, cool, tonight we're just gonna shoot things. Yep. We're going to shoot things for three hours. We're going to banter and chinwag, and it's yep. going to be great. We're going to dig her out on yep. sparrows. Like, it's going to be yes, fun. Yes, we're going to yeah. do barrel rolls and yep. front flips, and, like, someone's going to walk away from their console, so we're going to get our sparrows and, and push them in, push out of them. bounds. Yep. Yeah, cool. So they die. Try and glitch them out. I, yeah. I, want, I just want one of these to, to hook me. I agree. But I think, like, we're still in that... Like, I think you said it perfectly. Like, we're still in that early stages. I... St- even though we've got a few of them out on the market now, um, I think we're still in that early stage where people are trying to one-up each other with them and they qu- haven't quite found what makes the perfect formula for it. Like, really? It's so annoying because Destiny was close. It was, yeah. It was so absolutely. close. And they keep getting close. But I think and then they, they drop the ball. Yeah. And I, again, Bo, it's going to be interesting to see them going forward, what they do with yeah, Destiny well, being uh, like independent now, essentially. So, um, what Bungie that is, but... Uh, but yeah, I just, uh, Division 2, I I wanted to enjoy it more than yeah. I did. I really did. So, I mean, I, it's been a while since I played the first Division, and I only probably played maybe 10 or so hours. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really know how different this is from the first one. It felt pretty much the same, which isn't bad. Like, no. if nothing, if, if anything, if there's anything Ubisoft's gotten right, it is this open world formula. Yeah. Like, it just works... And I will say that I I do enjoy that this game sort of lets you play the lazy man third person shooter. Yeah. Where you can you can press X and get yourself in cover. And if you see cover you want to go to, you sort of just point at it, wait for the little UI indicator to put an X there, hold X and your guy will just walk over there. I see so the thing is I actually really like that cover like, system. I think it I think it's I'm not saying I don't like it. Yeah. It it is cool to have the lazy man option. It is lazy, but it, it lets you focus on like if you go, I'm going to this area, you can scan the environment while you're running and go, all right, there's a guy there, there's a guy over here, there's a guy behind that truck. All right, now now I'm in this position. Where am I going to be able to... Who should I take out first, basically? Yeah, I um, mean... And I, how should I do it? Like, thinking that does make me wish we tried it. Like, I'm not sure if there were harder options available. Because mm. the ones we were doing... 
I mean, there were some parts where a couple of the tanky enemies were a pain in the ass. A couple of boss fights that we do, but yeah. But like, for the general combat, I was sort of just running in with my shotgun. <laughs> but it was good, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Shotgun for you, shotgun for you. Yeah. Uh, and we all had, we all, like, most of, like, 90% of our party had turrets. <laughs> and I think, I think too, like, that's the thing. Like, I think this, it's definitely a game that there is, albeit mildly, but there is some strategy involved into, like, setting up your party and being like, ah, look, maybe we should look at this from a tactical point of view, uh, point of view. like, all right, I'm going to use my, my turret on this high ground so it's got a lot of coverage area. Whereas, you know, I'm going to go over to the other side and, like, that this blind spot, I'm going to throw my t- uh, my uh, my drone out there and do, like, a drone bombing run. God, I hated the drone. I loved it. I loved it. It, th- it has its problems, but I loved it. I love the idea of a drone that just fucking drops yeah, bombs on okay, people. Okay, look, I'll be, like, I'll be clear. I like the idea. Yeah. I, I picked it originally as my... Because, obviously, you get... As this is, a, this is a, essentially an RPG. It's a games as service RPG. Yep. So, you have abilities... And uh, like the guy only had a small selection available in beta. One of them was like a chem launcher, yep. which you could use to sort of lock down enemies and just pour damage on. Uh, there was a turret, of course, a mainstay of these sort of games. Yep, chuck it down a wall, and it will just. I think now I'm not sure if they both did it. I had the one where you had to press R1 on targets to shoot them. Oh, so, okay, I'm so not sure. Which, I didn't I'm not use sure if the they, turret. So. There was two different ones you could pick from. I picked okay. that one. Cool. And I actually quite liked it because it I mean. It meant I was controlling who my turret was spending its bullets on, which right. I do like. Yeah, so you uh, weren't, it wasn't just like put it down. Yeah, it's like, no, target that boss. Yeah. Get the boss. Yep. Don't worry about the ads. Yeah. They'll just melt to my shotgun. We're, we're good, we're good yeah, with those. We yeah. got those. Just get the boss. Uh, and of course, then, yeah, the, the drone bomber. And the drone bomber I picked because it sounded appealing. Mm-hmm. Because basically, it's just like, hey, it'll just do a quick bombing run and drop a couple of yep. bombs on enemies. It's described as like, cover. It's, it's, it's described as you pick two points. Yes. You pick out like a starting point and an end point, and you so, just go from there. The problem is, you yeah. pick your starting point. But it can be really hard to see where it's gonna, like where the second point's dropping. Because to to try and paint you a very poorly put together word picture, <laughs> uh, the camera doesn't move. So you are aiming down at wherever that first point is and trying to like guess. Yeah. When you're dropping the second point, and like more often than not, I would drop it somewhere wrong, and the drone would like drop the bombs and hit one guy. Yeah. And I'm like, alright, cool, see ya. Because then the cooldown would kick in, and boy. I mean, they're not, they weren't like destiny cooldown times, yeah. but they felt long enough for me to be like, I just want to use my ability, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I did sort of figure out that, like, because it had like a little dome, like you said, like a dome yeah. area, but it's, uh, it turned like a different color of red if it, yeah. it was targeting enemies. So I, I sort of learned to sort of feel it that way but and even then it's still not super accurate because like the, the when it so it's red if it's hitting an enemy if it's not it's orange yeah so like in I, a in a heated firefight i feel like i don't know I, I don't know a way around it like maybe like i know a way and i it wouldn't be perfect because i get that it would take you sort of out of the action but okay just like give me that overhead camera yeah just like for like that five second bit like to pick my points, just let me be overhead. I but I mean, like, if it goes to the perspective of the drone, even the drone, the drone's higher up. Watch Dogs so you can Two did it. Yeah, exactly. It's not impossible. Yeah, that's it. yeah. Ubisoft have done this yeah. before. Yeah, they've made this game. They've made this this ability. Who knows? That might be an ability yeah, later on. You can right. look for it. Like again, like as there were other. I think there was. I'm not sure how many exactly, but you got access to like two different 
like specs for your abilities and i think there were a couple that were still locked and you can upgrade them and all that so you're right maybe that does come later down the tree but like just initially that i don't know i was i switched back i switched over to a turret immediately and just had a better time yeah i think with the beta i think there was like you could play through like three story missions and then you got access to like end level shit for a bit i don't know i think i heard someone talk about that but um and you could go and attempt one of like kind of a raid i think with it as well the raids and it's interesting like the a player Mm. stuff sounds cool yeah Uh, i I wonder if we'll have lfg well that's it i I bet ubisoft have been pretty good with stuff like that yeah so like like siege i don't know what the lfg is like for that but i have not played enough siege to tell you I, I have a disc copy and I played it once. Yep. I, I, got, I got into the tutorial and then stopped. It's got Australia map now. It does have an Australia map. Australia. And like the two Australian like commanders, I forget their names. Christ. One's like Boomerang, I think. No, well, so one of them is super Australian. I'm like, that's a pass. Yeah. And the other one, I'm like, how, where, wait a second. Yeah, I can't remember what they are. If you're going to Google them. I'm like, Google them. Just Google, yeah. Because I swear um, one of them was, was legit and the other was just... No, thank you, sir. You was go. it Mozzie or something was one of them? It is Mozzie and Gridlock. Gridlock is the one where that didn't... I'm like... I'm like, right, I'm not feeling okay. it. Mozzie, yes. That's yeah, like... Fuck that's, yeah, Mozzie. That is pretty strain. Good old Mozzie. Oh, um, but Mozzie anyway. suck. But yeah. Division. So like, yeah, if like the raid stuff sounds interesting. And it's just because in all of these games of service games, I have done maybe an hour or two of a destiny raid. And it was real cool. That's an hour or two more of a destiny raid than I have done. I know. Um, it was it real cool. Me. A lot of these, like these raid missions, like all the cool stuff is there. Yeah. And I get it. Like, cause you want to reward those players yeah, yeah, that yeah. are the ones that are doing, that are on that grind. That are there. They're sticking it out. They're part of the community. Not us casuals. Yeah, us casuals that like... Cater to me. Yeah, we have like <laughs> one too many for a fire team, but not <laughs> enough for a raid. Like it's, yeah. Again, I think it was like this in Division 1, but either way, thank you for letting us have four-player parties. Yes. This also goes out to Anthem as well, which lets you have four-player parties. It's a good number. Destiny, why is it three? It's a good number. Yeah, anyway. Oh, but is there anything else you want to talk about with the division yeah. battle? I mean, from a gameplay perspective, it was fine. Yeah, like it, it feels good. I do like the UI. Yes, I, I, that's one thing about the division that I really like. I like the way it's presented because um, it is that sort of like in the not too distant future kind of feel. Where yeah, it's like yeah, absolutely. That tech seems plausible in a way. Yeah. It's, you know, a lot of like augmented reality stuff that's like overlaid over the uh, the world itself that, as you're walking through it and um, and uh no queuing for desks at um the, at the fir- <laughs> at the opening area in the yeah. beta they're lining up for five hours just to turn in a quest so that's a, they've learned that from true. division one very true uh, i mean i do feel like the the sort of base areas felt livelier i guess yeah and like you do missions to get upgrades for again this could be all in division one mm-hmm. i don't remember it was well, upgrading the bases like uh, building I- like parts for them and stuff i think so i understand yeah. my my positive in, like thoughts then i don't think there was uh, there was a uh, like could you build a games corner like we did no but that's wow. what i mean i don't think there was a, that means as division one as, is zero out of ten i was gonna say i don't think it was as expansive as it is in division two we made a games corner for those kids we did, yeah and they were playing for honor they were that's so right. apparently in the, the apocalypse ubisoft servers are fine that's fine ubisoft are good with that like <laughs> i remember going to ubisoft 
San Francisco studios in Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, they were, they were fine. They were cool. Yeah, they were great. Hacked them. You did. Stole that trailer. Yeah, game's canned. No, it's not. It's just <laughs> looking differently, remember? All right, okay, okay. It's it's in a different uh, shape. Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? That, that's Which could be Ubisoft or it's a different game. I just want Watch Dogs 3, Karen. <laughs> I just want Watch Dogs 3. That's what, all I want. What comes first? Watch Dogs 3 or a new Splinter Cell? Why not both? Let's fucking which, go all out, Ubisoft. Which comes this holiday season? Splinter Cell. That's my guess. I think you're right. Yeah. Splinter Cell. It's time, for God's sake. You I just want to know. Stop that, teasing it. I just want to know that if Will, there's any truth to, like, Watch Dogs 3 being in London. That's what the rumor is going around. It could be fun. I, I'm down for that. You can but, drive around in minis. Yeah. I love... We've spent so much of this time just not talking about Division 2. I guess that gives you an indication of how we felt like, about it. It was fun. Yeah. Didn't grab me. Mm-hmm. Um, looks nice. <laughs> I was I was ready like going into it I was like I was ready I've been listening to like Greg Miller is like a massive like Division fan he loves it big fan of it and I'm like, hearing him talk about it I'm like you know what I'm gonna give this beta a go I'm gonna give it like the, the attention it deserves I remember I played the first one but I bought it really cheap and it was like a year after launch and like anyone that I knew that wanted to play it had already played it and they weren't interested in going back to it and, and so I didn't enjoy it as much this time, jumping on the ground floor with two, and I played the beta, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. It's tough, because like I said, I'm I'm just, I want, I want one of his games to service to sort of, to hook me, so I can feel what I felt. I'm just chasing that destiny high, man. Well, it's the same thing as, well. it's, it's uh, your housemate brought up a, a, a good point about this a, a while ago, about MMOs. It's like, you, you've got to find the right one for you. There's, and then you'll find that right one. You'll be like, "Oh, cool! This is my life now." Bye. Like I'm, I'm I mean, it. but similar to the MMO, like man, there's a the Jim Sterling did a Jim Quisition about this this week, mm-hmm. just about much like the MMO market. Like the the MMO market is littered with corpses. Oh yeah, absolutely. With like, and then like two or three success stories. Games as a service is going to be the same story. It's just a matter of which ones end up as corpses. I mean, you could argue the same about Battle Royale as well. Oh, yeah. Like, it's any of those, like... Fads. Yeah. It's just called what it is. Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Again, and, not not to steal too much from um, from Jim Sterling, but as he points out, like, market leaders are called market leaders because they are the leaders. They're not yeah. following trends. And by all means, give it a crack. Oh, yeah, if you want to do yeah. it, go by well, all means, but just know that it's going to be hard. Yes. To, to differentiate yourself from everything else that's out there. Um, where I guess that's what, I don't know. I was going to say, that's what games as a service has going for it. Like you can do these different settings, but MMOs are the same. You could do these different settings and it's just like, okay. I mean, Hey, look, if, if we, unlike MMOs, which I think even if there are different settings, largely the framework is similar. I kind of, I do think there's a, maybe just enough variety between Destiny and Division and I guess maybe Anthem. Anthem, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, it's, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. But either way, like, I guess, like, closing thoughts on Division 2 is, didn't hook me. I'm still still looking, man. Let's just say this will probably be the last we talk about the Division 2 on this show in terms of our personal experiences. Yes. Um, let's put it that way. That's yeah, that's fair. Probably yeah. A, a fair assumption. Um, but yeah, if, I mean, you, you did say you, there was 
you had played a little bit of Dylan. Scratching the surface a little bit. I, I, I don't want to pressure you into talking about that at the moment because... It's good. Yeah, I know. Dude, <laughs> I watched you play like five minutes of it and I want to buy it. I've played... I've only managed to squeeze in like maybe an hour or two of it so far. I'm very early in, but it's it's good. If, if you're working for Capcom, you've earned your money because it literally took like five minutes. Because you were like, yeah, before we start recording, I'll, I'll show you it. And I, I walked in and you had a fucking... I don't even know if I want to say it because, like, it's. Been, I mean, could be, could v, be, V's been in the trailers. He has. All right, cool. Yeah, he's so been in the trailers. You got like a fucking panther and a like a, a a hawk thing, and I was like, "It's fighting for you. This is cool." So honestly, like, I was really excited to get to V because I have played the DMC demo, like DMC five. Yeah. So that's honestly why I wasn't going to bring it because I did a mission that was new, a couple of missions that were new, and the demo mission, and basically my thoughts were the same, but. When I saw the next mission I was up to put me in the control of V, I'm like, well, I've got to do it. I've got to do it because I've got to try V because V is he's unique as far as like how these Devil May Cry characters play. Yeah, because it's generally like hack and slash. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like V is still that, but it's done just differently enough to be interesting. Yeah. So if it, I guess I will briefly bring up V because he's just he's cool. Like I, yeah. I, I like how he works. So V as as himself is largely a character that stays out of the action. Uh, triangle and square, which are normally your guns and the sword for Nero and Dante, instead control, yeah, the hawk and his, like, panther thing. And ba- your, the, the goal for you is you lock onto an enemy with R1 and sort of, depending on how many skills you've unlocked, but basically you want to get those triple S's, baby. Yep. Got to get those smoking style, oh god, I forget the... Smoking sexy style or something? Maybe something like that. Sexy smoking style? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Triple S's, you want those. Yeah. But uh, so you get, you basically your goal is to mix them up until their HP... So basically when you lock onto an enemy, they get like a little circle which indicates the HP. And when that is depleted, it turns into a unique shape. You'll know when yeah. you see it when you're playing as V. It shows you in a tutorial. Yeah. And basically when that is on the enemy, because so your little familiar things can't actually finish the job, V has to get in there and do it himself. So basically your job as V is to sort of scope mosey around the outskirts. Like he's got a dodge you can use to sort of stay out of trouble and just manage the mobs with your familiars and then dip in there when they're ready to be finished, give them a stab and back out. It was so cool just to see him like just casually walking around as this fucking panther yeah. and hawk is like mauling these like demons. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, my turn, bang, stab. Stab with a cane and back up. It's like, and, yeah. It's cool. Hide, run away. Like it's, it was awesome I, and I, I was like i want to play this game i'll be honest like v was i was a bit worried because he and again in all the trailers i'd seen i i wasn't convinced he was going to work and i don't know how it's going to work when the encounters are more intense but honestly if there are skills to unlock that'll probably make it easier to deal with yeah but so far he's really fun like and a lot more refreshing than i thought dmc5 was going to bring to the table right i have i have questions for you but i don't feel like you're going to be able to answer them yet and i don't want to push you into talking too much about it um I, w- I want you to give me the the full rundown when you've you've played enough of it so what i can say besides that that i've noticed so far cutscenes are just crazy mm. it was an amazing like it was it was pretty brief it was my first uh boss fight as with nero apart from the boss from the demo and the gutscene the cutscene that led into it was just it i will always love just how self-aware these devil may cry characters are that they're cool. Yeah. And they know that they're cool. 
and they are confident in how cool they are. Yep. And it's just great. Normally That's... it would be obnoxious or annoying, but for some reason these these clowns pull it off. <laughs> And I love it. <laughs> but what I've seen, yeah, I agree. Uh, and that's why I, th- I, I think I said this to you in a message last night. I've, this is a game franchise that I feel like I should have always played and had been one of my favorites, but I just haven't because I never had a PS2. Yeah, so that makes it tough because like I, I missed th- it. Three of the games came out on it. Yeah, and two I, of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, and I went back and tried to play one, and I was like, it's oh, hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's it's rough. Um, there's some there's some not great game design in there as well. Yeah. Like you can tell that it was it started as Resident Evil and yeah. then became Devil May Cry. Absolutely. Like that fixed camera angle stuff. Yeah, like it's, it's rough. Yeah. Like I, I said to you in chat last night, I would wiki one and two, but play three and four. Yeah. That's three yeah. especially. Yeah. I've three st- especially. Just, I've seen the intro of three. I, I, that intro is, I, that's enough to get me going. That intro is why I'm excited for the rest of this game. Like again, it was in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Dante, like there's an enemy that he fights in one of the, early dmc5 trailers it's just just spinning blades yep so dante just at one point in the cutscene leans in and gets to give his beard a little trim he's just the dante's best. too cool he's, and i love it he is fucking cool yeah it's it, it's just that that bayonetta vibe that i'm like that the reason why i like bayonetta so oh, much yeah. where it's so self-aware uh i don't remember if devon may cry 4 did it but i mean this one they've definitely taken a note from bayonetta where a lot of the enemies get introduced Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's like this is the this enemy is called like Green Ampusa. It's like okay, cool, awesome, cool. Yeah, yeah, like, sweet. Now I know what you are. I'm gonna kill you now. <laughs> it's just a way, just like look how stylish we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to hear like a little bit of Devil Trigger when it happens. I'm like, yes, fuck yeah, just give me that. <laughs> yeah, and it. I will say again, it's not we already knew this was how it was gonna work, but just and it's not even the first game to do it. I don't think, but just so clever to have the the music in combat playing based on how you're scoring yep is just great well i mean ape outs like that yeah yeah, 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 there's no score but like depending on how fast and chaotic and frantic you're playing is is how fast and chaotic and frantic the drums are so So unless you're like you're desperately trying to fill up that letter to get to the next tier to just kick that song in more yep you're like i need to hear full devil trigger give it to me yep oh god that's so good i love i love Dynamic music games is the best. Very cool. It is such a a, a, a nice touch. It is. You can add to it. It's great. But yeah, cool. I'm I'm excited to see more time into it this week, and I'll bring much more next week. I'm probably gonna buy it. I can't. No, I, I'm probably gonna buy it this week. I've, yeah, I'll go move. I would. House. I would wait. Yeah, wait. I like, move house. Wait. Sekiro's coming up. Like, oh, let's not talk about Sekiro is gonna just destroy us for probably a good solid month. That uh, that podcast is going to be like the ramblings of two insane men. I don't know. Like, that podcast may not have had a quest log because I don't know how far I'm going to get. <laughs> I'm scared. We're like, I I don't know. I don't know how to play this game. Bro. I think I like it. Like My yeah. NPCs are all dead. Yeah. They got dragon rot. It's over. I, I, I'm I'm some, suddenly like, I'm missing an arm for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, that's, that's my, canon. I'm missing my, a leg now. My disc ejected itself and just, it left. It was just, it was disgraced. It ringed itself. <laughs> It's actually coded in. It's like if you die too many times, that's it. Game, game's it. over. That's Mi- for, that's for real. That's for Dark Souls of video games. Yeah. Mi- oh god. Miyazaki's just like too bad, bitch. <laughs> get good. Literally get good. Go buy another copy. Feed me money. What's that? You played Dark Souls with your friends? Not this time. <laughs> What's that? You, you used to grind to get better in Dark Souls? Not this time. What's that? You just overly aggressive in dodging? Not this. Time. Not this time. Parry. 
parry, get better. Anyway, play on your own. Anyway, it's scary. Oh, terrifying. That's that's. Uh, I think it's it for the the quest log. This it week. is. It is cool. All right. So after a uh, a bit of a shorter quest log this week, um, I think it's time now we move into everyone's favorite gaming news podcast segment. Dope or nope. Nope. Oh. Nope. I thought about it for a split second this week and I sort of, you know, came up with something a little bit more concrete. One day, one day, listeners, you'll 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 tune in and you'll be like, oh wow, that was really well done and rehearsed. <laughs> I'm gonna start keeping track of all the names. Yep. All the descriptions yep. you use. It's just it's like four or five different words that I put in different orders each I, week. That's it's the same words. Like the illusion is Yeah. It's been dispelled. That's now. just what my brain does. It's like just these are this is these are the words you need to use. Just shuffle them in any order. Make it, it look new. Should work. Yeah. Um but yes, Dope or Nope is of course our news uh gaming a uh, gaming news uh game. Joel sure. Joel, are you okay? I'm not okay. It's fine. I'm still thinking about Captain Marvel, man. Um, anyway, me too. Uh, I'm always thinking about God, Captain Marvel. Yeah, cannot cannot unsee. Um, but yeah, it, well, we each bring some news top uh, topics to the table uh, of the uh, the gaming world and of varying degrees of uh, discussion level and whatnot. Uh, and we decide whether or not they're dope. In which we both, if we both dope the story, we talk about it in great detail. If we both nope the story, we move on, forget the story exists entirely. Or if one of us dopes the story and one of us nopes the story, we decide uh, that the person who doped the story has a very small brief window of time that they have to state their case for the story. Um, I got some stuff this week, a bit of everything. Before we go in, I do want to follow up on a story like what oh, yes. we talked about last week. Yes. Uh, so we were talking very heavily about how excited we were for Games Pass on Switch. Mm-hmm. And like Nintendo and Microsoft being best friends and making things happen. Uh, another Microsoft insider sort of came out in the last week or so, Brad Sams. I'm not too familiar with him, but I'm on the subreddit now. And a lot of people are talking about how he's, he's had some good hits in the past. So I would say he has, oh, he has some credit. Right. Uh, he is saying not to get your hopes up for this. Okay. Basically cool jets and my jets are now substantially cooled. Yep. Expectations in check. Yeah, yep. Bandress will come to Smash. I will always. That's still happening. I think it's going to happen. That happen. That seems that seems logical. <laughs> I will yeah, never that stage. I got Ridley. Now I'm going to make sure I get Bandress. Yeah, I think I I think that's going to be one of the four, one of the four fighters that gets announced with it, that DLC Imagine. pass. Imagine. Yeah. Oh, the internet will break. Uh, but yeah, so I just wanted to just throw it in there because I know last week we were running wild with our yeah. with our dreams. Yeah, we get a little crazy. So it's, um, it's always good to sometimes ground ourselves a bit and be like, oh, yeah. wait. And um, it is fun to, you know, imagine what if. But, you know, as long as we've got our expectations in check, I think we should be fine. We'll be okay. Um, Cool. All right. Joel, before we even get into Dope on Dope, should we just have oh. an, should we have an auto-dope? Auto-dope? It happened... It, we finished recording last week. Yeah, okay. And the very first yeah. thing we saw was a tweet from Nintendo and also Pokemon, like the Twitter account did it as well. Basically saying, hey, tune in two days and we'll, we've got a special Pokemon Direct coming your way. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> yeah. Yo, did we get one? Um, it's And this was following like a new Detective Pikachu trailer, which was, I don't know if we brought it up on the show last week. I don't think so. Uh, but... 
that not to go into in great detail, but I never thought I would be excited for a live action Pokemon movie, let alone a live action Detective Pikachu movie. Man, I love that they're just sneaking this in like this. Then we can get a real Pokemon movie. Yeah, and, but honestly, like this looks it looks good. Good. This looks like it's Ryan Reynolds be is so such a much good fun pick for Detective Pikachu. And like, I don't want to ruin it if you want to go into this movie blind. But there, I mean, that last trailer did have a pretty big spoiler, I guess. Oh, did it? I even watched it. I watched it. I thought oh, well, I mean, there oh, is the, a the, there is a, a a something that happens that. Do you mean the Pokemon that appears at the end? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a big. I wasn't, there's a, I wasn't aware that was a spoiler. Well, I guess you could you could kind of reveal because it was a pretty from left field. It was like, oh wow, okay, let's go. He's, um, he's the closest thing, at least in like the OG gen, that Pokemon has to a villain. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you could probably figure that out. From that, but I mean, the trailer is worth a watch. It's um, the music cues as well, holding out for a hero, and then like it's the, be so much fun. The epic like um Pokemon theme song. I'm still oh. man. Some of the live action design, like the CG designs, still freak me out a little. Yeah, yep. We saw oh, what's its name. My Pokemon knowledge is failing me now. Ludicolo, whatever it is, at the bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, weird. But tell you what, I draft your tweets, Mister Mime gonna steal that movie i the end that the end stinger of that last trailer made me laugh i'm torn so fucking much i'm torn because he's funny but already like mr mime already makes me uncomfortable uh, I, you're I, capturing a human it essentially was, he is a human being it was so funny though like he makes me so uncomfortable doing the mime and he's oh he's getting on a bike he's, he's not moving anywhere don't tell him that like and just like, getting on the bike and then like falling off it in slow motion, it it makes I, me laugh every time I see it. I do, I do hope they don't lean on the Mister Mime gags too. I don't much. think so. It's going to be a section of the movie. Yeah, It'll be true, like yeah. true, true, true. Yeah, but um, but yeah, looks, riding off the back of that, yeah. um, we got we, we got, got a, we got a look. We got Gen Eight. We got Gen Eight. It's it coming. exists. It's out in the world. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Sure. I love it. Sure. I love it. Sure. I love it. Why not? I love it. I love it so much. It gets a pass because the region, the Galar region is based off of the UK, essentially. Yeah. It makes, you know, a little bit more like medieval knights vibe. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I, when I saw it, I was like, fuck yeah. I mean, that sounds cool. Like, Sun and Moon, I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, the last couple, I'm like, yeah, it's not bad. Um, X and Y, sure, why not? This one, I'm like, fuck yeah, this that's dope. That's really cool. I'm totally down for this. It looks like a slightly upscaled Sun and Moon. It does, yes. So it, just putting it out there, keep... I I still am excited for it, mm-hmm. but I, am in, I, I get the opinions from other people that Pokemon Company... Oh, I, well, you know what? Can they do better? Look, I I think this is a step in the right direction. I think it's closer. I think they are. The, uh, I, I can see in the environment. I can see elements from that trailer we saw from Game Freak, that new game, that town game oh, they're yeah, working yeah, yeah. on. Some of like the buildings and stuff had that similar look, look and feel. The building interiors looked really good. They looked really yeah. detailed. Yeah. But- even the character models look really good. I still, I still know I'm not getting control of that camera. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, look, look. This, I know. Is, it, this is our first burst onto onto the switch, really legitimately, 
as as a new generation of Pokemon that's not a remake? No, no, I'm not giving you that. Let's okay. Go was just last year. Well, but like, this is a brand new adventure, and you In could all- argue that you could argue that Let's Go is a is a new adventure as well. But it I will, is. Look, I'll tell you what. Sword and Shield is definitely a brand new adventure, albeit from a not really from a visual standpoint. <laughs> I I honestly think it looks it looks good. I think it, the visuals look good enough for me look, to get me excited. Look, let's put it that way. I do it like the map looks less grid based, which I like. Yes, yeah, uh, and I am happy to see random battles are back. Yes, I know. Yep. I though I have seen like some very good points from people who preferred seeing the Pokemon in the wild. Honestly, I get it. Because the argument they brought up, and I completely agree, is caves go back to being a nightmare. Yeah. Caves were great in Let's Go because you would just avoid all those Zubats and if it we was could, beautiful. If we could strike a happy medium between yeah. like, where, where if you've encountered a Pokemon like quite frequently, or it's a Pokemon that is supposed to spawn frequently in that area, you can see them more often. But then there are long grass sections where you have those random encounters yeah. and you might encounter, say, a Zubat, but you might encounter something else. I really yeah. liked just dodging those Zubats. Yeah. Now I've got to go into caves with bags full of repels. Repels, <laughs> yeah. Um, or whatever the equivalent of Zubat is in this uh, game, because there will be something. Yeah. Do you have any other, do you have any other grievances to air with? <laughs> no. Well, I, I know that sounded not, really yeah. like me having a go, but I was like, well, let's, let's get, let's get the... the... Well, no, it's because it is, it is fun to discuss, because... Absolutely, I totally agree. Because, I mean, I didn't buy into it, but I mean, and everyone wants that Breath of the Wild game, right? Mm-hmm. Nintendo, at least, again, with their two first big Switch games, and Game Freak, obviously, and Pokemon Company, separate from Nintendo. Important to remember that. Yes. They are not Nintendo. They do their own thing. They are a, essentially a second-party yes. developer, yeah. Uh, but, like, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey were both huge open games in both their respective franchises. Mario Odyssey, I mean, it, on, on the scale of Mario, like, those worlds were huge. They and, revitalized those franchises, yes. yeah. And I'm still excited for Pokemon Sword and Shield. And honestly, I don't even <clears throat> even think the trailer looks that bad. But yeah. I do think that it could look better. And hey, maybe next year. <laughs> At this point with Pokemon Company, it's like, well, maybe next year. You guys do a game a year anyway, so... Look, here's the thing, though. I mean, and I'm not saying this is a defense, because this could be... This could result in Game Freak just sort of resting on their laurels, but... I mean, we're going to fucking buy it. We're going to play it. Oh, we, I know. We both were like, I don't know about Let's Go. And I was like, I played it at like a, a demo station. I'm like, it was fine. I had fun with it. I could see the appeal, maybe down the track. And then within like three weeks of that, you had bought it. And I then I got it. it for Christmas. And I was like, ah, this is fun. I bought it and got to like Saffron City before I got bored and dropped off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and it's a good game just to go back to. Low stakes, good vibes. That's my, that's my new, that's my new, my new go-to. I was talking. We were talking briefly about Slime Rancher before we started recording, and I was like, "Low stakes, good vibes." Sekiro is not for you, man. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying that I don't want I don't, a highly I don't. stressful, like damage my psyche. Va- like, like I said, like like the first like ten or so hours of Pokemon of the Let's Go games was nice. Yeah, it was nice to just chill and play a Pokemon game. And it is like I think it'd be a good game like to have on your Switch that like every now and then you're like, I don't want to play. Oh, fuck, I just feel like it's like catching some Pokemon. Run around, low stakes, good vibes. <laughs> low stakes, good vibes. Big, big thumbs up from Joel. Oh. Um, but, okay, what else did we see in this trailer? We saw, we saw the, the starters. We saw the starters. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> Kyron. 
What are your thoughts on the starters? Sobol uh, looks good. I look. I am very optimistic when it comes to starters uh, and new Pokemon. I'm always just like, as long as it's not a, a literal bag of rubbish, I'm usually pretty open minded. Or, or about just things. or a gear, or a gear. Hey, no, he's garbage. Gear, gears the exception of the rule. No, he's I not. Will, he's trash. <laughs> I will defend. No, he is a trash Pokemon. I agree, but like, I will defend. I will defend it. You it's are like a crazy person. It's it's it's. it's 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 like a borderline in joke with our with our friendship group now, where I just have to bring up Gear and how much I enjoy him. Um, um, I will do the same thing with that ice cream Pokemon. Yeah, true. I, I love the ice cream Pokemon. Um, but that so we, we've got we've got Sobble, which is our water starter. Sad water chameleon this lizard. Li- li- little 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 Suki. I just want to make him smile. Yeah, little Suki Bubby, but he's adorable. Okay, yeah, he's the Suki Bubby. We've got our. I our, didn't mean it as a derogatory. We've got, we've got our fire Pokemon, the tryhard bunny. Yep, score bunny. He's really trying hard. Uh, hey, look, he's really trying hard. He is. He's he, got he's got his little bandage on his nose to become a fighting fire dual type. I this, I, I don't know why. <laughs> he absolutely it's is gonna happen. One hundred percent. And I'm gonna pick him, tweaks. I'm gonna fucking pick him like a sucker as well because that's what I'm going for. And also, I don't know why I'm picking him because he does look like a Sonic OC. He does. Like, he does. One hundred percent looks Holy like crap, someone's Sonic OC. And I don't mean that as a derogatory. I don't mean there's a slight against anyone who is very much into Sonic. And he that, looks better than CG Sonic, though. That's very true. Let's not go down that road. It's a horrible road. It's awful. Garbage. Just, oh, boy. Um, But yeah, I, look, I, I like the look of Score Bunny. I hope it's not... I hope it's not firefighting. But Fingers crossed. It's it's gonna. But, um, and then we finally we got Grookey, which is the yeah. grass chimp. Had a couple of those. Do you want to what, order 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 the starters, Joel? What's what's your what? How's it go? One, two, three. Uh, for my personal picks, I'm probably gonna pick Score Bunny just because I as, so. just because I like fire starters. Hey, it's no Litten. Let's not let's kind of hold a candle, pun intended, to oh Litten. Um, and then then he like you know, amazing, love Litten. Uh, but I like I like fire Pokemon for the most part. Um. Although I I do it, like Sobble is a very close second for me. I like Sobble. And poor poor grass Pokemon is always in third slot. I I know there are people out there who like those grass po- Pokemon starters, but like, sorry. Don't worry, guys. I got you because Sobble was my favorite. Obviously, he just wants to be loved. Yep. Just want to make him happy. Yep. Or her happy, depending on what gender I get out of the egg. Yep. All right, Pokeball start. Uh, second, Grookey. Yep. Because you're not the tryhard fire bunny, and third is a tryhard fire bunny. Hey. <laughs> Hey, he's only trying hard because he wants to win your respect. That's all. He's, that's all he's doing. He's he's got your Mate, best. If it, if it in wasn't life. for Sobble, he would have started a fire. He's got a he's got a court. It was alright. He had it under control. Did he? He left. He, he bailed. He's fine. He left. He was going to get a fire extinguisher. Sobble was back there. Don't it. worry. Sobble had it all. Had it saw, all taken care of. Then he saw Sobble had it. And I was like, fine. It's okay. Um, I'm gonna go keep training and get ready to be a fighting type. Yeah, look, look, you're not wrong. Look, yes. It's going to happen, and I I, I, mean, I, I hope to be surprised. I, I honestly do think it is sort of, I want to believe it's misdirect, because it just, at this point, it's a joke. It seems, <laughs> it seems way too on the nose, had, quite literally on the nose. And I, th- I think, um, what was, what was Incineroar's dual type? Was he fire dark or something? I think it was dark, yeah. 
So it was before that though. It was like three in a row that were firefighting. Mm. It was like Blaziken and Combuskin and Infernape. Yeah. Infernape. And yep. they were like back to back to back and they were all firefighting. And I just, I want to think that maybe Game Freak's like aware of it. And they're like, we'll just make him worried. I'm like, please. Yeah, like, ah. Just don't do firefighting again. You you thought it was uh you thought it was one thing and we got it here. I'm but it was I, Dio. Fire Dark, yeah, you're Fire right dark. with Incineroar. Oh, look at that. Um Didn't even pick him. I yeah. had Poplio. I did. Fucking the fairy water seal. And I know everyone thought that Incineroar looked dumb, and I liked him, and now he looks you know even what? better in Smash. I tell you what, I did think he was dumb, but Smash has redeemed him. Yes. Fuck yeah. Smash and redeemed him hardcore. I am I am an Incineroar apologist, and my time has come. Um but yeah, so we got to see the starters. We got to we got to see it not in the gameplay. It was like not actual gameplay footage, but no. it was a nice little CG video that showed off. We got I like I do like to think we got a pretty good idea of their personalities, which is nice. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that, that that's a good point. They each have personality. Yes. They weren't just like it's a wild animal thing. Like, because I feel like that, like you bring it up now, I feel like that that's been slightly lacking a little bit in some of the other games in yeah. recent memory. Um. So yeah, the fact that they all they all were all and they all had not conflicting but like you know, uh, personality types that would sort of like mildly clash with each other. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Like, which makes sense for like when your rival inevitably picks the complete opposite of your Pokemon oh. for it to actually work. It's like, okay, your rival's gonna be really nice anyway because we yeah. don't get jerk rivals anymore. And then we get like we get like jerk person that, that isn't a rival but like is just jerk person yeah that comes along and picks the third option and just goes edgelord jerk person that's what they're called um but yeah like i i'm really excited for this um i'm interested to see what else they're going to bring to the table yeah. with it because so far it seems pretty and i don't mean this in like a, a, a like you know putting it down but it's it seems pretty stock standard fair which is fine I'm going to play it because it looks great. My burning question. What the hell are the stadiums? Are they the gyms? Are they something else? Like That's that, a very good point. That's the hook. For me, I'm like, I'm in to know what that is. Because like, if you haven't watched the, the, the direct video, which is, it's like seven and a half minutes long. It's, it's You can, you can honestly find like the four minute trailer online. So yeah, that's that true as well. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's because they got this, the whole English countryside vibe to it. It's like you see your your trainer walking into like a stadium, a soccer stadium, a honestly. soccer stadium, wearing like full soccer kit as well. Like, um, and, and at one point they're having a battle in there as well. Yeah, so I rafted like the, st- the stadium's packed with people. Would you like to see like some sort of like I don't know way of mixing up the stadiums because like they did that with Sun and Moon in a way. Yeah, and like by not having gyms as such, but by having the what were they the trials or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, where you did like the mini games and stuff. Yeah, I mean maybe like I don't know the thing that I keep thinking like because let's go. Uh, it did introduce the fact that I mean not so much introduce it, but it could actually realize that people do watch you fight at gyms. Yeah. So I mean, maybe in this, it's a much a much bigger event. I don't know. Maybe there's like a popularity meter that like is yeah, important maybe, to how yeah. well not only being the, being the very best, like no one ever was, is is like winning battles. It's also like pleasing a crowd. Yeah. Or maybe they're gonna be like the battle arena things because I know that in the past, especially especially Pokemon and Emerald had a really good one. Had yeah. like 
a whole island just dedicated to like post game battle arena stuff. If yep. you wanted to really dig in, maybe that's what they're for. I don't know. I'm interested. That's like the big hook for me. And and the the fact of the matter is that was the end of the trailer too. That was like the stinger they almost used. Yeah, exactly. Of that like, trailer. It's so it's like okay, I'm curious. There is more there. Um, but yeah, apart from that, like not a lot else. Like oh, Joel, we're not done yet. Oh, we're not done. So this is actually this this is sort of jumping in the time machine that people. I think people wrote this off at first, but turns out they got the name right. Yeah. So I think it's worth revisiting. Right. Last year, I think it was last year, uh, someone revealed that the titles of the next Pokemon games, Mm -hmm. they said where they would be Sword and Shield, which they were. Yep. And the new region would be based on Great Britain, which it is. So... That means we get to entertain the other stuff that Post talked about. This okay. came from a... It's a now-deleted 4chan post, but uh, there's a couple, like, smoke, a couple of Pokemon sites that picked it up because it's like, there's more info here we well, can talk hello. about. Yeah. We ain't done yet. Okay. So, the first, the interesting note thing to bring up here is they have... They suggest the legendary Pokemon will be a metal snake. Okay. And a wooden horse. Right. Weird, right? Weird. The my only reservations to that is the fact that the logos for the two games have like wolf slash dog type heads on the top of them. Yes, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, but I feel like that actually goes a good address in another one of the uh, well, because the, the rumors. The other rumor is so Pokemon games lately have had gimmicks. Yes. Like Sun and Moon had Mega Evolutions yep. and like Z moves and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And even Let's Go had its own various on nose for Pikachu and Eevee. They had like special moves that Egg would learn, yes. which let's be honest, we're mostly there to keep stay like early Pokemon competitive in the late game against like like evolutions and stuff. Yep. Because Pikachu and Eevee, look, they're cute and adorable, but stats wise, they just don't match up. Yeah. So I mean, there's part of like tweaking those Pokemon. They were also broken moves. But they were they were super flashy moves. and super yes. fun to use. So it sounds like in this one, the new gimmick, I guess, is going to be armored evolutions. Yeah, I kind of dig this. It'll be one and done. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the the rumor suggests that the one, like at least the ones that this leak talks about. Is Armored Charizard, of course, Armored Mewtwo, of course, Armored Flygon, a weird choice. Okay. And Armored Zorora, which I don't really remember which one that is. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Armored Pokemon. So here's a thought I just had. If we are, if the, those are the only ones that are sort of mentioned, and obviously this is also rumor stuff, so grain of salt. Oh, yeah, yeah, jazz. absolutely. This is, this is, this is, again. A now deleted 4chan post mm-hmm. that is only really picking up traction because they got the names right. And honestly, that's that's kind of a shot in the dark at this point. Yeah. Who would ever like if you're sitting there going, I'm gonna make a fake leak, I I'm gonna call the games Pokemon Sword and Shield. Well, before <laughs> before I was gonna say, before I go into my like my, my theory about the armored stuff, this actually reminds me of another story I was gonna bring, but I, was, I think it's worthwhile bringing up here because it's very similar. The fact that someone on uh, Reddit leaks the entire map for Apex Legends a year ago. I know. How crazy is that? Fucking nuts. And no one... And 14 posts were on it, and it got removed. Yep. (laughs) And no one believed them. They're like, bullshit. And now look. Respawn must have just been so happy. Yeah, just been like, (laughs) dodge that bullet. We would never make a uh, free-to-play 
Battle Royale set in the Titanfall universe. No, super. I, I just thought, yeah, yeah there's a headline that popped up. I thought it was you really funny. When I saw that, I had a good laugh about super it. Super funny. Um, but yeah, just going on like the armored Pokemon. If there's only like a few of them mentioned, imagine going into a battle with, say, like an armored Charizard and having to target specific parts of that Charizard. It would be cool. It's like it's like fucking a little bit of Monster Hunter in there. I feel like you're going beyond what Game Freak are going to do. I know, but like, um, how cool would that be? It would be cool. And that's that's how the armored evolutions work. So when if if I, I have a trainer or a wild Pokemon uses his armored evolution, then you've got to really strategically think about what moves you're using on specifically on what areas of that armor to remove it, and maybe even reveal a weak point that you can deal massive damage at. Well, like you think when it's of a sleek was, of course, in, in the region set. Based around Great Britain, of course, armor. Yeah, but uh, we're yeah, going to have like full night Pokemon, like yep, Dark Souls Pokemon. Here we come, night Pokemon, Dark Souls Pokemon, and soccer. Yes, and look, you know what? Just give, just do me one favor, Game Freak. Give me to his dumb armor from the like OG Pokemon movie. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Don't explain why it's like high tech and advanced. No. Just give it to him. No, no. Well, that's the other thing too about the setting, I guess, is it. It not only is it sort of English countryside feels, looks, it's looks gorgeous, a little bit steampunky as well. Yeah, um, the city looks nice. Yeah, the city looks very nice. The but, map itself looks really nice as well. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like looking at that map and being like, I'm going to start at that bottom and I'm going to go all the way to the top. Yeah, um, I hope it's not super linear. I look. I, it looks like there's like. Diverging yeah, branches. Yeah. Maybe there's parts where you can go. You can go this way or this way first. Like, it seems very like man up north is where it's going on. Oh yeah, shit getting real up there. up there. Yeah, that's where that's where the real that's where the real money's being made. Yeah. Um. But yeah, look, I'm excited. It late November, I think they said. I think it just said later this year, but it's definitely going to be like November. Yeah. Pokemon games are typically like October, November sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um. Just in time for Christmas. Yes. To make, to sell all those switches. <laughs> yep. Even more than they've already sold. Um, yes. But yeah. Uh, any other, any other news to um, add for the, for, for Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield? There was another leak of maybe the game's bug type. One of the first bug type Pokemons, Pokemon in like a video. Yep. Uh, I can't find the picture of it, so I'm probably not going to bother bringing it up, but yep. Yeah, it was. I saw it earlier. It popped up in like a like a little video in a, and people were like, "Is it real?" But the battle arena that it's in looks like the cave that the characters in at the end of a trailer, towards the end of a trailer, with like all the lights and stuff. So yeah, it's probably legit. Either way, like we're getting new Pokemon. They haven't said how many, but I mean, it's, I don't know. I said to assume probably at least a hundred. I'd right? say at least a hundred. I think a hundred has been sort of a trend. It's been a it's been a long enough gap between. Yeah, we are nearing and. Like, we've already got an insane amount of Pokemon. Mm. It just gets crazier. How many were in Sun and Moon? I don't remember, actually. Because I think it they was, got around it by going... The Alolan the forms. The Alolan forms. So, this one's like... They can't be doing that. Well, like, what if they... What's the Armored Evolutions? Oh, shit. Charizard's going to have so many evolutions at this point. He's already got two Mega Evolutions. He's a crowd... He's a fan favorite. Can't, can't argue with Charizard. Literally, you can't argue with I used to, to death. I used to think you couldn't, but I'm sick of him. <laughs> I look. I got a soft spot for him. Firestarter, man. Firestarter. I Firestarter. mean, he's still the best starter. I know there are those who would disagree because Blastoise has giant water cannons, but Blastoise is pretty rad, and his design's pretty cool. Do you know pretty who's cool. not rad? Venusaur. 
Ah, uh, look. He was endearing in Let's Go when he hopped like a frog. I'll, yeah. give him, I'll give him that. And he also sounds like a, like a pack-a-day smoker for the past <laughs> 20 does. years. And that makes me laugh the, so much. In the anime, he absolutely does. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's the best. Um, yeah, that's Pokemon Gen 8. It's coming. Get hype. You'll First, hear us talk about it when we eventually get our like hands a, on it later a tra- in the year. A traditional Pokemon RPG on Switch. Yep. It's happening. Do you think we'll get a demo for it? They have... They didn't... I mean, we got a Let's Go demo after release. Afterwards, yeah. But didn't... Did Sun and Moon have a demo? They did, didn't they? The, I think they did. Yes, they did. And so did... Um, Alpha Sapphire. Uh, and, yeah, and so Ruby. honestly, yeah, I reckon we will. Yep. I reckon we'll get a demo. And Nintendo have been doubling down on a they lot have. of their Switch. Like, like Yoshi had one. Yeah. Said, um, Damon X Machina. Yeah, I reckon we will. I reckon it'll be in a separate area. Or like an area that isn't really connected to the rest of the world. Yep. But yeah, I reckon we'll get it. Just to give you a feel and a, yeah. a little bit of a taste for it. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. And Pac-Man's coming back. Looking forward to it. Um, would you like another good vibe story, Karen? Sure, lay it on me. Uh, the headline is, Vivendi sells remaining shares in Ubisoft. Is this story still going? Well, this is it. That's. That, I mean, that that's pretty much it. I just wanted I'm, to bring I'm it just up. Gonna say, I'm going to say nope then. Well, I'm just going to say it like I, I wanted to bring it to the table because I was like, that's a good, good vibes. It's like. Now stay good. Ubisoft. Exactly. That's it. Just make good on, on, on your promises. You've been doing really well. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to bring to the table this year, like for the rest of their upcoming releases and whatnot. What will that holiday game be? Split itself. Splinter Cell or Splinter Watch Dogs. I, at this point, it's like Splinter Cell or Watch Dogs. Mm. Outside chance, but unlikely beyond good and evil. <laughs> that's like... I know, I know. That's the end of next year at best. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, if we're lucky. They're still they're still doing the... the what is the early release program? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I forget the name. It's got, a, it's got a name, sort of like how Fallout had the beta thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Fallout. Um, yeah, I just wanted to bring this to the table. I was like, it's it's... A good vibe that uh, they finally got the, got that off their off their back. I'm happy for them because, like, um, Ubisoft. I mean, you don't want to see them get swallowed by Vivendi. No, absolutely not. And it was looking really grim for them for a while, and they fought valiantly, and they came out on top. So Ubi has turned it around the last few years. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Old Yves uh, Guimont and uh, and Shiggy being best friends now. Love it. Just waiting for that Ubisoft Star Fox game. It's going to happen. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely going to happen. But anyway, that's all I wanted to bring. First, good vibe story. Low risk, good vibes. Over the last week, <laughs> Evo announced their lineup. They, they did. They announced their fighting game lineup. Mm-hmm. It has some familiar faces. <laughs> it has some new faces. And it has some games that are missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can think of two off the top of my head. I mean, look, it's pretty dope solely because it's kind of interesting. So I, I yeah, lay it on. There's me. a big talking point, but it's, it's still yeah. it's still being discussed on the internet as we speak. Of course, okay. It is. Yeah, I mean, it was hard to avoid. So the official Evo 2019 lineup is as follows: Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, right? Dragon Ball Fighters, yep. Mortal Kombat 11, mm-hmm. Samurai Showdown, which isn't out yet, yep. Soul Calibur 6. Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Tekken 7, 
Oh god, under night in birth e, e X E late S T. Yep. Yep. <laughs> anime sure. fighter. Anime fighter. So obscure anime fighter, because you've already got you've it's already an, got cross tag battle, yeah. which is like accessible anime battle. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Buzz Blue, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so those are those are that's the main lineup. Um obviously the massive omission mm. is the game that just won't die, Super Smash Bros. Melee, which I love. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I sort of stopped watching the tournaments because as much as I love a lot of those players, it is sort of just five players. <laughs> it just That's it. It's always and, just facing off. And it's the same match. Like, it, essentially, like, because that game, it can't evolve. Because like, the it, meta has sort of been perfect. They figured it out. That's it. Like, the, the, that game can't evolve because there's no way to be like... Oh, we've got some patch notes to this one. Oh, we're going to tweak exactly. this. We're going to balance this one. There's a balance update out. Or, you know, there's a new fighter added to the mix. Like, there's nothing that you can do to that. That game is it's one and done. Yes, like, it it's... Yeah. Once I figure out the best characters were basically, like, Marth, Fox, Falco, Peach, um, Sheik, and now Jigglypuff, like, that was it. And I get it. I get the purists, like, they want that... They want that I mean, to feel good about it, but like honestly, it's here's the thing: Melee hasn't. It's not just because it's not an Evo. It's not dead. No, absolutely not. Like Jesus, I think in this year alone, there's been oh, there's been countless Smash tournaments. Yeah, like there's, and there's there's plenty with decent numbers behind them as well. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, obviously you want to you want to show off on the Evo stage. That's it, and I think especially because especially in the last like two years or so, Evo's really taken off. Because yes. it's being broadcast on ESPN. It's getting like a wider audience of people that are actually interested in some of these games. And they're... they're uh... Man, the Evo hype is real. Like when that, Absolutely. When it kicks off, I think it's usually July, June or July. That's a good weekend. Yeah, like it's, it is. Like, because you've got, you've got people coming in that like the Dragon Ball fans coming in with fighters. You've got newcomers to Smash Brothers that maybe want to pick up some tips and watch people out who really play this game. This, I mean, this is Ultimate's first Evo, so it's going to be very Absolutely. interesting. It's going to get so, so many entrants. It's going to be insane. It's going to be <laughs> super exciting to see. And with a roster that big, like yeah, well, Joker about by then. Mm, card. Joker oh, is next month. God damn, yes. It could but, uh, be even sooner. It's sometime in it's, the next month. Yeah. Well, well, I didn't even bring the 3.0 rumors, but it's the usual stuff. Oh, yeah. Like stage builder and home um, run contests. Well, well, talking about, like, you know, updates and stuff like that, like, there was that the, the patch that came out recently for um, Ultimate that had patch notes. Finally. So we're getting patch notes. That's a, that's a thing that's exciting because it means that Nintendo are taking it seriously as, as like, all right. People are interested in this kind of thing. They want to know what's being changed, what's being nerfed, what's being buffed. I bet they had to make Sakurai do those patch notes. Absolutely. 100%. He was just... He would have refused. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it's really exciting. Um, Another one that I heard was a noticeable omission was Dead or Alive 6. Yes. But there are reasons for that. There are. Because, I mean, you could also say another omission is Guilty Gear. True. Yeah. I have seen there's a, there's a GIF, there's a, not a GIF, it's an image going around of, um, of, I guess, Dragon Ball Z spoilers, <laughs> of when Cell was going to blow himself up in front of Gohan. Uh, and Goku obviously jumps in to save the day by instant transmitting him out of it. Mm. And like over their faces, like Gohan's got the under night, whatever logo on his face. <laughs> and <laughs> Cell's got melee on him and Goku's got 
uh, Guilty Gear. <laughs> so Guilty Gear is taking itself out to get rid of Melee. And I was just like, I had a good laugh. I love Melee, but Brilliant. that was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, boy, it's it's been... Online's been loud. Lots of people talking. I mean, yeah. I again, Melee's still there. It's a bummer, but it's not going to be on Evo at the big stage, but there'll probably be side yeah. tournaments. Yeah. I, and look, I, just as another point about like my comments, what I said about like Melee being updated... <laughs> I'm not being able to be updated and stuff like that. I get it that like some of the, the older Street Fighter tournaments and stuff like that as well. Similar vein. But I mean They're not main stage Evo though. That's it. Street Fighter Fighters, the newest one. Exactly. Is. And the arcade edition of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like at a certain point it had to happen. <laughs> yeah. These are the, the the games that are on that list are games that can evolve in some yes. way, shape, or form. Oh, absolutely. And and like and not with a new iteration of that game, but with in the game itself. Boy, um, it, it is it is an interesting gamble to have Mortal Kombat 11 and Samurai Showdown, though. Like, neither yeah. of those games are out. Yep. I'm sure they'll be fine. Oh, absolutely. But and yeah, I think there's already, like, hi- obviously there's hype around Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, there's a new story trailer that came out for that this week as well. The roster um, leaked. Yeah, that too. Oh. Um, whoops. Sorry, Ed Boon. Um, uh. and, and from what I hear about, like, Samurai Showdown's, like, a sequel to... Yeah, it's like one of again. It's a, it's an SNK fighting Sakura, series, Sakura Sakura Fighter like, or something. something I don't like know. That. It looks cool though. Honestly, it looks like it's yeah. just samurai fighting and there's blood. It looks, yeah, it looks neat. Looks dope. Uh, I hope it's good. But um, yeah, that's Evo's lineup. Mm-hmm. Melee fans aren't happy. When let's look. When are they're they happy? happy? When they're the Smash game <laughs> exactly. When's, when everyone's, everyone agrees that Melee is the best. Can't and... wait for them to have signs during Ultimate saying, when's Melee? Like oh. the old, uh, when's Marvel? Oh, God. Anyway. But yeah, that's Evo this year. Can't wait for it to happen. Just be gentle, Melee fans. <laughs> it had to happen. Yes. Yes. Um. All right. Well, I've got another story. Well, it's it's sort of two stories mashed together, but they complement each other in a way. Okay. I see what you, you like, Trojan horsingness. Yeah. <laughs> but you can probably figure out what I'm talking about here. Um. So it... I'll give you the, the, the main crux headline and I'll give you the, the supplement one if you decide to go through with it. Um, that's uh, EA. Not hosting a press conference at E3 this okay. year. This is dope because I forgot to bring it and I'm glad you did. Yes. So uh, EA Play 2019 will not have a press conference. Cue applause. Yes. So Put, it, put an applause. Yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> Well done. Well thank done. you, thank you. Stop, stop torturing us. Oh, but see, the thing is, I always liked watching because it, it was such a train wreck that was so good to watch. Like it. Uh, anyway, I mean, don't be wrong. In a way, I'm also sad because E3 is so small now. I know. Yeah, we've but... got Microsoft. Ubisoft haven't said if they're having one, but I bet they will. They will. But that brings me to my second uh, update to this. Devolver Digital will be holding a press conference again this year. So. I think it's Diane Strucker. Let's get hyped for her again. Um, is it? Yeah, Nina Struthers, sorry. Um, who's an actress that plays the character of, of uh, Nina Struthers. Uh, I love them. I love it so much. And I am so happy they're still going to be there. Because they posted a tweet after uh, after EA came out and said they're not doing it anymore. And saying, for what it's worth, we're still going to do an E3 press conference. And everyone was just like, well, I was. I was like, Fuck yeah, let's go. Um, basically, yeah, uh, EA have said that they want to do less talk, more play. So it's going to be a lot more 
experience for the people who are actually at EA Play. And it was uh, Fallen Jedi Order demonstrations. Get ready. Yep. And, you know, Anthem. Get get hyped. I mean, get, they might have... Very, Anthem, might be, Anthem might be good by it's then. probably in time for some new content, honestly. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and they're going to be doing, like, a lot of, like, live streams and, like, hands-on, like sort of sitting like, yeah, like, down and like playing treehouse. games. Kind of, yeah, like a treehouse. Honestly, the future for a lot of its E3 stuff is treehouse. Treehouse is... Treehouse is in direct. Fantastic. Yeah. Treehouse is in direct. Yeah. Yes. Pardon me. Um, You get to... You get a... a, not a, not a I don't want to say a cheap presentation, but definitely not as expensive as like hiring out a theatre and organising all that shit. And I think the most important thing from a, from a publicity point of view is you, you get a planned... Yeah, you control everything. You have complete control. It's, it's pre-filmed. Edited. It's... Yeah. Apart from like the Treehouse stuff, but like with a direct... Yeah, that's the thing. That's what the Treehouse stuff then sort of comes in to complement yeah. that because then you basically get three full days of people playing the games. It works so well where it's like, here's the, the hype sizzle reel basically yeah. for half an hour or an hour or whatever it is. And lots of... Lots of publishers were doing it last E3. Like mm-hmm. it's just what people are going to do. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't call Square Enix as a sizzle reel because it, more like a fizzle reel. Hello, um, but uh, I'm not paying that. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on! It was, it was there was more effort put into oh, that. Than, there was more effort put into that than Square Enix put into their press conference. The egg on your face this year when they show the Avengers game and the Final Fantasy VII remake. But look. I am ready for it. I was ready for it last year. And what did had I get? To, Just Cause 4 had to wait for, and the same had, fucking Kingdom Hearts 3 Had to wait for Endgame, had. man. Had to wait for Endgame to be out. Fucking. It's all spoilers. God damn it. God damn it. Anyway. It's going to be set in the post-Endgame world. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's that's basically E3 it. E3 gets a bit smaller. E3 is like, a bit smaller in, for we're, us, anyway. We're going to have less pre-E3 videos to do. That, it's that, going yes, to That's do. actually, that's, there's less work for us to do, I guess. Um, but yeah, so, I'm just excited that, that uh, Devolver's still doing one. I mean, I, I look, I look forward to the five minutes of jokes and then trailers. Yeah. I, which, I, which I will look up I love after the jokes. Now, fuck that. Um, I'm here for it. The, the, and they've, the, look, there's lore, there's callbacks in there, man. They've, this is the th- they'll be the third year doing one. Um, that spawned out of them just going, ah, fuck it, why not? Let's just, let's poke it, let's kick the hornet's nest a little bit. Um, <laughs> you, don't, you don't see him on board. It's fine. Like, like I said, I'll, I'll tune in, I'll watch for jokes, because like, honestly, the first five minutes are usually pretty funny. Yeah. And well, then I just sort of, I'll just shotgun all the trailers back to back afterwards. The first, yeah, last year's was a bit different, where they did do... Um, it was a bit different. They did like a 15 minute presentation that had like two or three trailers in it and they didn't do like the 12 hour stream after it like they did the first year. Um, so last year was a bit more like, all right, this is what we want to do. I wouldn't be surprised if they do like a little bit longer this year and have more stuff, like more gameplay stuff in there. Like, uh, or like more game trailers, basically. That's what I hope for anyway. I don't even know what I want. I just want more Devolver. I, like, whatever games that they decide to, to publish and put out, like, I'm usually going, hmm, yes. It's like, it's 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 a good 25, probably 30% of my Switch library is Devolver <laughs> digital games. So, and even more so on my PC, so. But oh, yeah. Wow. E3. E3 draws closer. The badges mm-hmm. go on sale soon, I think. Yeah, like you said, it gets a bit smaller, but for us, but for E3 itself, the the show itself, it gets bigger because 
public's involved now. So, yeah. Cool. What uh, else you got for me, Garrett? Uh, look, I've got a couple more, but I'm going to bring one that I think has to be discussed. Yep. If only because, first of all, when I saw it, I I was like half shocked and half, well, this actually makes sense. Right. People had thought this would happen for a while. 20 years after the failure, like the glorious, awful, horrible failure of the Virtual Boy, <laughs> Nintendo is returning to VR with Labo. Look, it's dope only if just for some of the memes I've seen around as well. VR on the Switch is VR on happen. the Switch, yeah. In the way that I think most people thought it would happen. Like yeah. smart, like Google Cardboard way. Yeah. I mean, I have hope in a way for this because uh, they incorporated like Labo functionality into other games. Like Mario Kart 8 had Labo oh, functionality. Yeah. So... If we get some like VR experiences in other games yes. that already exist, that's why I'm yes. Yeah, I <laughs> like, agree. I think it's it's pretty cool, and this might be something that this doesn't seem like. Uh, this, this is just for you and your like your kids to play together, or like you and your little brother to build together, or yeah. whatever. This seems like everyone can enjoy this in some way, shape, or form. So they've released pictures of a bunch of kits. Uh, boy, <laughs> there's some uh, there's some interesting ones. Yes. There's the VR um, goggles. Mm-hmm. A blaster. Yep. Like a gun. Uh bird. <laughs> it, yep. Wind pedal. Wind, is that what that is? That's what it says it is. Oh god. Elephant. Yeah. And the one that only the only one that matters. Yep. Camera. Camera. Okay. Before we get into what that means, <laughs> um, I did. I mentioned before about the, all the memes that have been circulating around. My favorite one is the the picture of the elephant one with like the inscription of "Divine Beast Van Ruther from Breath of the Wild," and I, <laughs> I fucking laughed a lot of that. I was like, "That's great! You've done well." That's whoever made that. Give yourself a pat on the back. You've done it. Um, but yes, camera, camera. Hmm. Joel, can we finally get a Pokemon Snap game? I, surely, surely. If that's not bundled in. If that's not if that's not the camera pack, you buy the camera pack, you get a fucking Pokemon Snap game. Because I mean, that game is essentially a tech demo anyway. The original, like it's a, yes, is it's a two hour game, really. Um, so why not do it with? I reckon looking around the room like a dickhead. Y- you would sell some Labo with that. Hell yeah! <laughs> you probably sell me a Labo with that. <laughs> you probably sell me one. I like, buy yeah. a dumb camera to play Pokemon Snap. Fuck Why yeah. not? Strap a camera to my head and look around going, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, so that's honestly, there's, I don't think there's much more to the story besides that. They announced that they were doing it. Uh, is there a date? Doesn't look like it. Mm. Oh no, it's April 12th. Shit, that's <laughs> it's, close. It's real soon. I think the turnaround time when they announced, because it's about a year ago since they yeah, announced Labo. Labo I think originally. Labo was like last April, maybe. So. Yeah, so I, I think it's pretty, the turnaround time was pretty quickly on that as well. So makes it's, sense. Uh, all games will be playable in 2D as well as in VR. So oh. I think they're being they're mindful of that 3DS controversy. Right. So uh, okay. if that's a concern you have, then I don't know. I mean, maybe, I don't mm. know if the games will be as interesting with the vr gimmick gone but i guess we'll see or are they setting up for the fact that you can still play pokemon snap while sitting on your couch yes John. without yes. using a headset yes <laughs> right so i mean pokemon snap 2 at e3 let's go you know what 
the Pokemon in that Pokemon Direct, they said that we've got other things to announce that are Pokemon related this year. Stop this. Joel, stop. It's lining up. The stars are aligning, Kyron. Pokemon Snap 2, coming. It's, uh, yeah. Get on on board the hype train. Full 15-hour campaign. (laughs) Heart, like, a story full of heart. A story of triumph. Rich narrative. Rich narrative. Player choice. Less bullshittery from Professor Oak. All 1,000 Pokemon. With with his fucking judging. No, no, no. Keep that. Professor Oak at least knows the rule of thirds this time. No, he that's, doesn't. No, he doesn't. That's, that has to be. Po- Professor Oak has made no effort fucking to improve his knowledge the center, of the It's a good picture. It fucking looks garbage, man. I took a great photo. This is the arty shot. Rule of thirds. It's all, it's all in, you know, it's all perfectly framed. Nah, fuck that. It looks shit. This one with the dumb Pikachu sitting looking at the camera, <laughs> directly at the camera in the center of frame. A million points. <laughs> Hey man, Professor Oak knows what he likes. Go fuck yourself. He's a, he's a man of simple taste. He is. He is. Oh boy. But yeah. So yeah. Switch is getting VR. There you go. April twelfth. Yep. Check it out. Interested to see where this goes. That is about all I've got though, Joel. Cool. All right. Well, I got a couple. Which one do I want to do though? Oh wait. No, I got rid of the other one. So I'm going to do. This I'm being one. honest. I have more, but I'm I'm dropping them. Yeah, that's fair. All right. This will be my last one. Um, turn ten. May have accidentally leaked an upcoming new mobile title in uh, Forza Street. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I guess it's a dope. I'll give you a dope. There's not me. much to it, really. Um, Ta-ha, make more then. Basically, I, came, it's a dope. <laughs> basically, uh, Turn 10, the developers behind the Forza, Forza series in general, I think, but mainly Forza Horizon. Uh, no, Forza series in general, because Playground Games yes. are the ones who develop for Forza Horizon. Um but yeah, they in the most recent uh, Forza Week in Review blog post, uh, they said there was a hyperlink in the community racing update section, uh, which was an inaccessible file, a local file that mentioned the, the new title, which was Forza Street. Um, and the, the blurb listed, uh, developed in partnership with UK-based studio Electric Square, Forza Street is built from the ground up to support a wide range of Windows 10, iOS, and Android devices. Um... Yeah, so and, and people are thinking that it might be the third branch of the Forza franchise. So Horizon, Motorsport, and Street. Makes sense. It'll cover that mobile market. Yes, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, there's going to be a level of polish to it as well. And I mean, there are some pretty good racing games on, on like, mobile. The Asphalt series, albeit they are microtransactions out the arse, but, like, you can still play them and get enjoyment out of them without spending any money in them. Um but the Asphalt series is really, really good. Um, and, I mean, th- those games are the closest I've gotten to a new Burnout game recently, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with, like, a, like you know, and maybe a little bit more arcade designed to be played in short bursts, obviously free to play. But, yeah, I thought it was really interesting that there's... You'll be buying that fuel. Oh, yeah, those gas cans, yeah. I, I look. There's part of me that longs for a premium premium experience that I could pay money for and just be like, "Yep, yeah, cool, I can play a." It's just not how they make their money, Joel. I know. It's not how they make their money. I know, which is a bummer because I, I do agree. But the thing is, though, with a racing game, you could you could I know you could yep. charge a base game yep. with like ten tracks and a, and like a, a a smallish campaign, and then have expansions on that and charge for those as well. Or you could sell gas cans. 
Because it pisses me off. It pisses me off to no avail that people are like, I don't want to pay... I don't want to pay $15 for a game on mobile, but then they'll spend $25 on fucking microtransactions in the game that they're enjoying, which is fine. Is this going like, to be a car gacha? Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Oh, it's like digital Hot Wheels, man. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. But I saw that headline pop up and I was like, that, that was too tantalizing not to, to pass up on. More forts are coming your way. Yeah, hell yeah. I went back to it recently. It was good. Forza Horizon 4. It's a good game. It's on my top 10. Um, I was there. I heard. <laughs> just reminding everyone. Okay. All right. Don't skip it. <laughs> if, you have, if you have Xboxes or PCs, I guess. Yeah, you got is, is it on PC? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. Play, 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 anywhere, anywhere, yeah. play anywhere, yeah. Um, I thought about trying it out on my PC to see how it ran, but I didn't. And plus you got an Xbox. I do have an Xbox. Played it on that. Anyway, that's all I've got for this week. It's another rated dope or nope. It's done. Wrapped up. Put a bow on it. Um, And with that, should we roll into our final segment of the show? Yes. <laughs> a very thoughtful pause there from you. Yes. Um, hmm, yes. Make you sweat on it. Absolutely. Um... I did sweat on it for a little bit there. <laughs> so are, we, was, are we not doing it? I was very concerned. Um, cool. Well, we're almost done with the episode. That means there's one segment left for the show. And that is, of course, kicking it into the bonus round. Bonus round. Our bonus round is, of course, our question and answer segment of the show where you, the listener, get to write into us uh, via... Various means of uh, of communication: email, contact form, Twitter, Facebook. I, like, I love that contact form. Slide into our DMs. I don't know. Is that a thing that the kids are still saying? I yeah, yeah. Know. Like uh, when we get questions from Brendan, he slides into our DMs. <laughs> That's very true. He, he does. does. He slides into our DMs. Hundred um, percent. Yes. Uh, with any questions, games, comments, discussion points, things you'd like us to talk about on the show, and then we talk about them here. We've got a couple of really great ones um, that are, are, you know, locked and loaded for this week. Starting off with one from our very, very good friend, Mr. Broderick Gordes, uh, co-host of the Hunting Seasons podcast. He and his uh, uh, co-host, Damask, are amazing at what they do, which is talking about television series one season at a time. Um, I think they've recently just did... Uh, True Detective Season 3, I believe. I haven't even watched it yet. Neither have I, and I really need to because I keep hearing it's fucking amazing. It sounds like it's a return of form after how bad 2 was, so yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. back in. Um, so, I, yeah, I need to get around to that. But uh, What's it on? Foxtel. Yeah. I'm scooping out that login. <laughs> yeah. No, do you know what you do? You wait until Game of Thrones rolls around, and then you binge both of them at the same time. I like Joel. See, this is why you're here. I'm a thinking man. You're an innovator. I'm a thinking man. I'm obviously not going to give him any money because fuck him. <laughs> I like that you just just putting it out there. Foxtel's probably listening right now. I, we, I, we are going to get that Joel McDonald. They know Rupert how Murdoch I. Murdoch is coming for you. Foxtel know how I feel. 
if they read I, my tweets because I'm I, so ready for Foxtel just crash. I'm ready for it to melt. Episode. Yeah, just absolutely melt. The first episode of a final season of the biggest TV show of the last ten years, and then that app's gonna crash. And I can't wait for them to get up the next day and just be like, "Oh, sorry, we underestimated yeah. the popular." No, how did this no, happen? It didn't work the first time. <laughs> Fuck you! It works now. <laughs> Fuck you. How do you underestimate Game of Thrones anymore? Like- anyway, anyway, Hunting Seasons is an amazing <laughs> podcast. Uh, you should definitely go listen to it. Um, it's really, really great. And Damask and Broad are wonderful, wonderful people. They are and wonderful they hosts. Are much better than Rupert Murdoch and Foxdell. They are. Okay. Can't, I mean, can't confirm. Fucking a turd wrapped in tinfoil is better than that. <laughs> Piece of shit. Anyway, let's not get into that. Let's go some good vibes here. Broad asks us this week, happy International Women's Day. Who are some of your favourite women in video games? Be they characters, developers, journalists, or personalities? Um, yeah, so it was just recently uh, International Women's Day. Of course. Very, very important stuff. Absolutely. Um, and a really great question. I think it's, it's... I was sort of thinking about this, and I was really enjoying thinking about... Yeah. Uh, I was I was lucky, because like, honestly, for the for, for journalists and like personalities, I've got a couple of locked, locked and loaded... Yeah, all right, well, lay them on me if you're locked and loaded. I mean, first, like, probably one of the biggest ones, just because, you know, just watching her on, like, following her on Twitter, from her adventures as, as like, a Microsoft, I forget what the, her actual role was for them, but it's the one at Pierce. Yes. Just from what she did, with, she was she worked very closely with Microsoft Australia. I remember seeing her at PAXs and EB Expos and stuff, covering games. Uh, then on to IGN. Yes. Where she just continued to kick ass and now she is with Funhouse. Yeah. And like she was doing her like solo stuff as yes. well while yeah, she was at IGN and yes, she's still she doing a little bit of that. Um, she did put up a video. I haven't watched it myself yet, but she did put up a video the other day saying about why she doesn't post videos anymore as much. Okay. Um, so I'd be interested to see why. Yeah, she She's great. Like, again, inspiring to follow her from like, honestly, because it's weird when you think about it. It shouldn't be a thing we celebrate, but she went sort of, she rose up in Australia. Oh, absolutely. And now she's just over there. She went absolutely. through IGN and now she's with Funhouse. And honestly, on the same page, obviously at Funhouse, Elise Willems. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Star of the internet. Absolutely love her. <laughs> Funniest person working at Rooster's Teeth. Yes, uh, absolutely. A- absolutely. And, and like everyone who works for Rooster's Teeth, no, no matter what, in what shape or form, agree. Uh, like they, they're all just like, yeah, 100%. Like just... She's the funniest person that works here. Yeah. Um, which is really great. Um, like, I guess, it, you know, not so much in the game sort of thing, but like, you know, someone like uh, Barbara Dunkelman as well from Rooster Teeth for going down that alleyway. A lot, a lot of a lot of the women of Rooster Teeth, honestly. I think, yeah, exactly. They're all just awesome people um, that are doing awesome work and awesome, interesting things. And it's really cool to see. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other one else that I, mean, I have. Two others that I've been following for a while on Twitter. Uh, uh, they work for IGN and GameSpot respectively. There's Luce O'Brien, who again is another Australian. Yes, who worked for IGN and now she's over at IGN in America. Yep. And Lucy James from GameSpot in the UK. I love Lucy James. Yeah, Lucy James great. is great. Every time she pops up on Huber's E3 Syndrome episode, it's yep. great. It's great. She's uh, uh like yeah, quality. she's been on uh quite a few bits and pieces of um kind of funny content recently as oh, well. Oh, nice. Yeah, check it out. she was on an episode of Debatable. Oh, uh, yes, I did see the, a picture the top about, 10 PlayStation yeah, games, yes. which was really, really, really good. A really good episode. Yeah. Um, it's her versus Greg, and it's just great. Um, I, hope, I hope someone reps Dino Crisis. I think it was PlayStation 4 games. So, oh, PS4 games. Yeah. Well, I, I think hope it someone was... reps Persona 5 <laughs> as number one, undisputed. 
You'll have to wait and see. No, that's not fair. It's it's a very good episode. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anyone else I follow that is really really good. Um, well, speaking of people that we follow, um, Amanda Troop, Brennan, of course, uh, Brennan Jones's wife voice and voice actor, amazing voice acting talent. Um, popped up in quite a few. But star of Box Peak. Box Peak is a good show. Um, it's a very good show. Watch is, Box Peak. It is good. Uh. But yeah, and if we're going down like the voice actors way of things, there's so many. I know it's there like, are so many. There's so many. Um, where do we start? Like Ashley Birch for me, love her. Laura Bailey, Laura Bailey. <laughs> um, fucking Ashley Johnson, the multi-talented Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. Yes, voice actor and singer on many Silent Hill songs in the early games. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Um. Just so many. Well, that's, there's a, there's a lot. I, when it comes to that part, it's just like, boy, I just want to list all of them. Those are the ones that always like, like pop into my mind. Like, I mean, yeah, those are probably the, the big ones. And I guess, like, uh, in terms of like Ashley Birch and Ashley Johnson, uh, voice of characters, actually, and Flora Bailey as well, voices <laughs> of characters in games that I like, female characters in games that I really, really love as well. People like Aloy in uh, in Horizon Zero Dawn yep. and uh, and. Chloe from from Life is Strange for Ashley Birch, uh, Ashley Johnson obviously Ellie from The Last of Us, and like j- just an amazing performance. Like I had a name and now it's it's gone. God damn it! It's when when we're talking about like female led games with like oh, shit. Because and Laura Bailey was she was Reese, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she was. And yeah, boy, just there's so many. <laughs> yeah, there are so many. Like. Well, those actors are just flourishing right now. Yeah. Well, what about? So, is there any uh, characters that stick to mind? Maybe that'll jog your memory. Oh boy, there are so <laughs> is many. There more? Yeah. Of course, always the crown jewel of my favorite characters of all time. Yep. From my favorite franchise of all time, mm-hmm. of course, Samus Aran. Yes. Intergalactic bounty hunter. Yep. Known badass. Yep. We just sort of we we gloss over some parts of other M. Yes. <laughs> yes, we certainly do. We pretend they don't exist. Look, there's good stuff there, but also there's some stuff where you're like, just tell Adam, just to, get, no. tell Adam to get fucked, honestly. Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> you're you're dying in a lava area. Just put on your virus, for God's Who sake. Who the fuck is he to tell you what to do with your fucking exactly. amazing powers? You're a bounty hunter. You yeah. don't even work for the Galactic Federation. What the fuck? But anyway, fuck? Samus Aran, of course. Uh, yep. I, it's nearly like a laundry list of like, oh, that's, I remembered the voice. No, it's gone again. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had it. You, you you can shit. What's her name? I'm so mad. <laughs> Fem Shep. What's her name? Oh, Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale. Yes, yes. Jennifer, Jennifer Hale. Hale. Hell yeah. Fem Shepherd is Canon Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Renegade Fem Shepherd. She Cannon wasn't Shepherd. in mine, but I regret that. So you made a mistake. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, but yeah, like man, like nearly all the female characters in Final Fantasy and Persona. Yep. I yep. Makoto right. Futaba. Yes. Yes. Rise. Yukiko, fucking whisper. <laughs> whisper reset um, Give her the respect she deserves. Aerith, Tifa, Yuffie. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, she took my material. Once she, when she get over the whole yeah, theft okay, thing, okay. yeah. Once she go, okay, yeah. Okay, right, right. Once you move past that, it's fine. Um, there's so many. Like, there is so many. Uh, but even then, it doesn't feel like there's enough. No, absolutely. Uh, well, Clementine from The Walking Dead. Yeah, actually. It's a really cool Final character with it. The finale is like yeah. next week or two weeks away or something. It's weird it's to real think, close. isn't it? Clementine's journey will be at an end. Um, just as a shout out to your housemate, Brendan Shodan. 
Um, GLaDOS. <laughs> yeah, and GLaDOS as well that she's, popped up. She's like, showdown light. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> showdown for, uh, for a new generation. Um, <laughs> it's, it's exactly that's that. That's basically what it is. Um, you know what? From it's This is a recent one. Red Dead 2, Sadie. Fuck yeah, good Sadie, call. Sadie was great. Absolutely, good call. I want Rockstar, I want a Sadie game. Um, Let me have it. Yeah. Just give it to me. Even just like... I made, when, I made, when I went into Red Dead Online, I made myself a girl cowboy because I wanted to look as cool as Sadie. Yep. Because she like, looked great in the end game. Even just like a side, like a DLC, yeah, just, yeah, like just, let me be Sadie. six hour campaign as Sadie. That'd be she awesome. She was so good. That'd be, I, I, and it would work too because you could be her as a bounty hunter. Yeah, because her, her story continues up. Yeah, her story continues after the credits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, like, yeah, Sadie. Her, yes. yes, she survives. <laughs> yes. Um. So where's my Sadie game, Rockstar? Uh, Elena from the Uncharted series, and I've forgotten her name. Who portrays her? Now I'm going to be the person. See, this is a problem. We have. Uh, there's so many. But again, not um, enough. There we are. Her name, Emily Rose. Um, I love like her performance, especially in four. In four, it was really good. just. I mean, man, it, all, the, all the performances in four were just next level. Absolutely, I agree. But like, and, and her performance over the the series of games has been really good as well. But yes. just some of those moments in four stick with me so much. The 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 I pivotal know, I know, scene. I don't know what you mean. It's just. The one is mind blowing, punched of a gut. <laughs> it's just so good, and then everything from then on out as well. Her performance is just phenomenal, uh, and her, the, the character is goes through a, a really, really interesting change. Um, and so does Nathan, but like it's, you know, it's it's really interesting to watch. Yes, to see that sort of like normal relationship issues play out in such a fantastical setting. It's really cool to see. Um, we haven't even touched like Overwatch as well. Some cool badass characters yeah, in there. I, I really want Blizzard to do more of some of those characters. Yeah, um, me too. Because like, there's good stuff there. Lots of strong, like they're good. But yep. I want more. Well, shout Jimmy. out to the, the voice actors as well, like, particularly um, Sombra and <laughs> yes. Symmetra. Yeah, I can't remember the names off the top of my head. I could look it up, um, but my phone's dying slowly. Um, but yeah, they're they're great, and they just. They're, they're best friends as well. They're best great. friends, and it's so good to see that they just have so much fun together when they I'm go out to cons. I'm so bummed I missed them in Australia last year. Yep. So bummed. Yep. Uh, special shout out. Shout out. Shout out. To, to Lady Maria in Bloodborne. Oh, good call. Yes. She. Have you downloaded that? Because uh, there's, there's actually an International Women's Day PS4 theme, free one. I think I got it last year. Is there a new one? There's a new one. It's, I, oh, I think it's okay. got. Nice. It's got like all characters on it. Oh, it's like a character. Okay, it's got like Aloy. Lady Maria is actually represented in it. Lady Maria is in there. Yes, that's why I brought it up because yes. it's uh yeah, and it's like all these different like some interesting choices in there. But like Lady basically Maria like is terrifying strong female like all the the, the cool female that's characters cool. from a lot of different uh, PlayStation titles. That's nice. And it's like all of them created around a PS4. So, and I there was one last plane. year, but it only had like it had like a couple of them, and it was cool. This one looks cool. I'll see if I can find it. Uh, but I wanted more, and this one sounds like it's more. So maybe I'll, yeah. I might check it out. And it's a, and it's free it download. Up. Definitely check it out. I, I haven't For sure downloaded it myself yet, good, but um, good idea, good move. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, Lady Maria, man. She's ter- what I've seen of her. She's a terrifying boss, but Woo. her design is stunning and her character arc is a bit sad. But, yeah, that's the, that's the fate of a From Software character, unfortunately. Yep. 
It's the fate of us when we play From Software games. When we play well. Sekiro, especially when it kicks our ass and we cry like babies. Fuck. I'm um, scared. But yeah, any anyone else sticking out to you is in the industry that's that's really. <sighs> I, mean, I feel like I have the main ones that I know, but like Tada Hikaru. Oh, museum Joel, if we. We, I, I know, we, I know. I'm opening up a whole other can of worms. If we go into musicians, you can't do this. But because if we go on composers like uh, Jessica Curry, yep, um, rap, like everyone's gone for Rapture mm-hmm. and Amnesia Machine for Pigs, yes. Rasper and all that, brilliant music composer. Oh, it's just it's so much. Yep, <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot, uh, uh, but I, I guess you know it's it's really awesome to see. It's it's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting better, and I love the fact that there are programs out there like you know, um, it was a girls who game or girls who code mm. or something like that as well. And, um, oh, I guess it, um, Ali McLean as well. Yes, with, um, working oh, lunch and all that. Fuck yeah, Ali McLean doing doing the good work. Playing Rumu, uh, like Rumu is a game that you should I, not sleep I on. Need you need to play game. it. It's so good. Oh, it's really really good. Um, you can play it in one sitting and you will not regret it. It's great. Um, yeah. yeah. Like when you said programs, like she, she's like, she works with working lunch, which is yes. for a lot of that sort of stuff, which is yeah. Very cool. And she's again, another one is, is it's been inspirational to watch her sort of rise up to where she is right now in industry. Yes. Very cool. Um, but it, yeah, I'm sure we've missed a lot. We definitely have missed a lot of people that we, we oh, know we sure. definitely respect, but um, like hats off to you. To everyone like to, to all i don't know this is gonna sound sleazy i'm trying to make this as nice as possible but like to all the ladies out there who are killing it it's tough absolutely we, killing we, it we are just two white men <laughs> we are two we are two white straight men who yes. just are probably not the people to be talking about this but like it's awesome and it's yeah, so and like i said fucking like, rad to see a lot of the ones i listed genuine inspiration yeah absolutely Absolutely. And some of my favorite characters from my favorite games. Yes. 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 Favorite yes. performances. Yes. <laughs> just the best. Um, Want that Sadie game, Rockstar? Get it get, to me. Get on it. <laughs> but thank you, bro, for your question. Yes. I hope I hope we did okay. I hope we did our justice. Let us know what your favorite is. Yeah. Like, I would love yeah. to know. Like, if there's anyone you think I should check out, like, yes. in the industry, like, I would love to have more people to follow. Absolutely. Always looking to, like, just fill my Twitter feed. Yes. 100%. Uh, our final question this week comes to us from Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick himself, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, we love him dearly. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. He may not be on the show at this point, at this rate. Yeah, not, well... Not, not for the way we were intent, we were gonna ha- it was going to happen with yeah, our, our like, fantasy critic league. Yeah, <laughs> things, have ha- things have transpired. Uh, not particularly well for, for Another one participant. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Who also hasn't been on the show yet. So, well, you know, it could work out well. He may not be I playing guess. a fun game, though. He might not be. <laughs> he might not Ooh. be, especially because of the situation he might have to play it under. But yes. anyway, we love Sean. He's yes, done a lot do. of our graphic design work for us. and He's a champ. Amazing, amazing artwork for us. And just being an amazing supporter of our show. And... We love you for it. So thank you, Sean. Uh, and he says to us this week, with Link's Awakening coming this year, what other Game Boy slash handheld game would you like to see resurrected in an updated style? I got mine already. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought, I'm fairly certain you got one. <laughs> I got, no, I, I, it was already given to me. Oh. It was Metro, oh, you it got, was Samus Returns. You got yours, right, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo were like, oh, this is the one you want, here you go, like yeah. a year in advance. And 
if the zipper wasn't enough, like fans were also like, oh, you wanted this? Here's a fan remake, which you can't get anymore, but it's also very good. <laughs> Can I? I'm gonna throw out. I'm gonna throw out one here for a game that I haven't played, but I want to play. And the situation for me being able to play it are a little bit more difficult. Put Persona Three on the PS4. Bring that shit out. Technically on the handheld. Technically, it's on a handheld. Joel, this is tedious at best. I, uh, Persona is... Three FES. Then there we go. That's a PS2 one. Fuck. <laughs> The portable one is literally just called Persona 3 Portable. That's the one! Where you can play it. Which but, but also... Yeah. Atlas, here's... You know what, Joel? I'm glad you bring up Persona 3 Portable. Because I do want to say, Atlas, can you just let people play as a female protagonist? You did yeah, it in Portable. True. You that did too. it. Like, in this one, you did it. It should have been in 5, but whatever. I'm just, it's fine. It's fine. Should Maybe have been in 5. When, when Persona 5 R comes out, in like when it's revealed in like a month's time, give us a female... Like, give us... An option at the start. Karen, why would you bring that up right now? Because I want to talk to you. Because I'm not going to sleep tonight now. <laughs> it's I forgot, coming, Joel. I blocked that from my mind. Persona concert is next month. Fuck! I think, okay. I honestly think there's meant to be something Persona related at the end of this month as well, but I can't keep up Shit. anymore. Shit. Um, yeah. I think of other handheld games that I play that I really enjoyed. I would like to sit... I mean, I feel bad because I'm going for like the big obvious ones, but give... Don't even change that much. Just slap a nice stylized coat of paint on Super Mario Land 2. The good Mario okay. Land. Super Mario Land 2. It's the Golden Coins one. Where, one where you can be rabbit, we get the rabbit hat and that's Right. Like, it's a good game, honestly. I liked it. Okay. I didn't really like Mario Land 1. It was a bit, I don't know. And well, Mario Land 3 was the first Wario game, I think. But okay. Mario Land 2, I definitely have fond memories of. I'd like to see if I get a second lease on life. Cool. I, look, I... My handheld game that I had when I was growing up for a while, I had a Sega Game Gear. Game Gear? And I had two games for it. Oh, no. I had Haley's Comet, which was just a shmup. Sure. It was real hard. Okay, yep. Uh, And also Fantasy Zone, which, like, I vaguely remember it looked like you were driving a ship that looked like a watermelon. And you were flying through it. It was all color because that's that the whole thing about the Game Gear. You could play for 20 minutes on a color screen on, on a single charge of batteries. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, that, that's all I had for handhelds. It wasn't until I got, like, I guess my DS. And that seems pretty recent, doesn't it? Mm, like, and I feel like it's stuff. like, yeah. Bring, I never had a Game Boy Advance or anything like that. Bring back Nintendogs. <laughs> Uh, there's a, supposed to be a Switch game that's supposed to oh, be okay. like a... Not well, by Nintendo, yeah, but like, like a... Spiritual successor, yeah. Spiritual yeah, yeah. successor. Uh, <sighs> handheld games. You know what? It's cheating. It's Once again, it's cheating. We're getting Link's Awakening. Yep. You guys better be teeing up those Oracle games next. Yeah. Oracle of Seasons and Ages. Get those games on Switch. Well, I'm just excited. I'm trying to think of like these types of games that I have I, not I played. Know. That's what I'm I'm trying as well. But I keep thinking of ones that I just want to play again. That yeah, look, that look as nice. Well, because I mean, Link's Awakening falls in, and and the Oracle of games fall into those fall into that for me because I've never played them. So, and I'm excited to. Well, I'm excited to experience Link's Awakening. The Oracle games, I can't speak for anything yet, but uh, they're good. Like I'm gonna say, they're good. They're they're an interesting experiment, like going to Pokemon Path and having two games, but at least it. Two separate games. Yeah. Not like, eh, there's five different Pokemon. You better trade with your friends. Mm, yeah. Got those link cables ready? Um, 
Yeah, I really... I... For someone who loves playing handheld games so much, yeah, the DS was the one where I played a lot of... Uh... I, you know what my answer is? Fucking Elite Beat Agents. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. It's a DS game, but holy shit, what a DS game it is. <laughs> Underrated. Was it anything that old, like, Rip in Heaven? I knew it was one of those two. One of those two. But, like, fuck it, bring them both back. There's only room for one Rip in no. Heaven on the Switch. No. Okay. All right. No. All right. I have multiple ones Joel on has, the Switch right now. Joel has said, no, Nintendo must bring them both back. I'm sorry. I have multiple ones. A Crypto Necrodance is sitting on my Switch right now. Uh-huh. It's the place to be for rhythm games. Do it. <laughs> it's a, Put all games on Switch. Yeah. Once again, we must say. Put it on Switch. Uh, uh, I think I'm tapped though. It's that time where you start staring at my shelves and you go, Yep. Oh, yep. yep. At least your shelves have got more inspiration than mine do at home. There's a lot more well, to well, a lot more to look at. You're packing currently. Well, there's that, but also <laughs> normally as well. I my shelves are pretty pretty boring. But we, uh, we already got we already got World Ends of View. So thanks, Square. I didn't buy it, but yeah. I thought about it. GTA Chinatown Wars. That's actually a good one. I yes, please. That one does deserve. I mean, it, it did come to PSP. PSP. Yeah. Thank you. Oh uh, no, was it PSP or was it Vita? Vita. One of those two. It must have been Vita with the touchscreen, right? Or did they just remove mm-hmm. the touchscreen stuff? I think they did, which was part of the fun of it. Yeah, I get it. Building the sniper rifle out of yeah. the case, I love that. The main thing is, yeah, Chinatown Wars does deserve another chance. Yeah, that game is awesome. It's, I, a, it's surprisingly good. And it was a cool sort of like throwback to the older style of GTAs as well. Yeah, and also the fact that it was, not for, not, a, for a period of time there, it was a Nintendo exclusive as well. It was just weird to have GTA on, on a Nintendo, and the DS of all things. Yeah, and I remember playing through that, and then like the first time like one of the characters said, fuck, and I was like, oh, cool, and then... The next, like, two sentences later, one of the characters dropped a C-bomb, and I was like, whoa! For me, it was, like, all the drug stuff. I was like, I'm on a Nintendo system. That was one of the best parts of that game. Like, it was, like, the entire, like, drug wars, like, drug minigame of, like, pushing drugs around the city. That was the best. It was so much fun. That's actually a good answer. That should get another shot. Yeah, that's that's my official answer. Yeah, Rockstar, that can be a commitment to the Switch. Just do that. Yeah, fuck it. Like, oh, we can't do... You put L.A. Noir on it. (laughs) <clears throat> yeah, do Chinatown Wars. Do, do it, you, do it, you cows. Release it for like twenty five bucks on the eShop as a digital download. Don't worry about doing physical, so don't bother with that. Just do a digital download. Exactly. Make millions on it. Not millions, but yeah, you'd make a lot of money. You'd, on you'd it. make money. You'd make money because it is a game that it reviewed really well. Uh, it's I personally, it's one of my. I hold up there as one of my favorite GTA experiences, just for the fact that like I could play it. In this little handheld mode, it had that drug running game that was super simple to pick up, but so addictive. Um, still had all your hidden packages around the city. Carjacking cars was fun. Driving felt it fun. Did get a bit te- like a lot of the touch stuff did get a bit tedious, in my opinion. Yeah, just okay, because you were doing it a lot. Yeah, and there was only like three different types of like yeah. the jacking. But cars still, stuff. bring it back. Mm. Make it. I just remember building that sniper rifle, like, like putting it together piece by piece with the styles. I'm like. This is cool because it felt like you know you see in movies when like the sniper pulls out the briefcase and like puts together the sniper rifle from all the bits. You know what they need to do? What they need to do the right thing and let 
us filthy Westerners finally play Fire Emblem 6, oh. which is a Fire Emblem that stars Roy from Smash Brothers, right. who is now a mainstay of the series, but no one can readily access his game. You can play Ikes, you can play Croms, you can play Marvs, you can play Lucinas, you can play Robins, you can play Corins, but you can't play Roy's. No. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Roy's good. You put him in Smash again. I don't know why, Some but I'm so happy. Some would say he's our boy. He is our boy. He is, he is the official boy of dialogue options. Well, okay. He is. All right. Roy's our boy. You've made a it's judgment what, it's call what, It's what the chant says, Joel. Cool. Yep. You, you, you can fight me for it if you want. I'm not going to fight you for it. I'm just saying. In Smash, hey, I was in Smash. You can fight me for it. I'm just saying. Is that there is was that, a <laughs> there was a judgment call that was made? That it was it seemed Roy? like it was only run by one person. Where's so. that boy? Unless you can think of him. I'm trying. I'm really trying <laughs> right now, and I just can't think of anything that's going to be able to like. Want to be very careful and specify Roy from Fire Emblem, not Roy Cooper. Different. <laughs> Too late. I fixed it. That Fuck. was that was your chance. Shit. All right. Yeah, that's, well, what, that's probably I think that's all I've really got yeah. reaching into my noggin. Thank you very much, Sean, for your question. We uh, we really appreciate your wonderful support and your contributions to the show. You're a bloody good human. Boy, I'm excited. I'm excited for Link's Awakening on Switch. I'm excited to finally play it. It looks so cute. I'm excited to finally play it. And yeah, it looks adorable. Um, But yeah, I think it's an episode, Karen. I think it is. Yeah. Bring us home. All right, Van, as always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it if you've reached this point because it means you've listened to us ramble for a couple of hours about a hobby that we love. Uh, as always, if you want to keep in touch, up to date with what we're doing, you can find us on the social medias, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, where we are just Dialogue Options. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us via email, you can always reach out to us via contact at dialogueoptions.com or over on our website, we've got a contact form, which we we sometimes bring up, we sometimes don't. Just use it. It's fun. Yeah, please do. I don't care what you use it for. Just nothing that is insulting. <laughs> I'm, yeah. That's, that's, if it's constructively insulting, maybe. Yeah, sure. I mean, I if, you can, if you can do that. Is that a thing? Constructively insulting? I think it's something that's just fading away. Yep. Now it's just insults. Yeah, it's, it's fair. Um, but yeah, of course, always, as always, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it's Podbean, Podchaser, Spotify, iTunes, whichever one it is, uh, chuck us a review, thumbs up, stars, a share. It, every bit counts and helps, and we would very much appreciate it. It helps more than you know. Yes. Yep. Um, as for our individual accounts, mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter where I'm at X. And I had to pick, Joel. I was looking at my tweets. I'm like, can't talk about Captain Marvel. You've, yeah. shut, you've shut me down there. Can't, yep. I'm not getting it. Yep. Uh, I'm skipping over that. I had one that made me skip a Devil May Cry cutscene. I'm skipping that Yep. to go to my, my other one true love that isn't video game related. And that is this weird campaign that uh, Amazon's Lord of the Rings social media accounts have been running for the last month. Right. And Joel, I'm excited. Yeah, oh, go- I can tell. We're going to the second age. They had everyone on a, on a wild goose chase, like fleshing out this map, and then pulled a quick one. And everyone was just like, "Oh, by the way, all these areas now have their second age names." Mic drop, and then change their bio to like, "Welcome to the second age, Joel." I'm excited for a Lord of the Rings series. It it feels weird to be excited after the Hobbit trilogy, after right. it hurt me so badly. Yeah, 
but I'm, I'm ready to give us a shot. I don't know what they've actually got the rights to anymore because I thought this was all off limits. I thought the Tolkien estate was all like, no, no touching. Right. You can look, not touch. But yeah, that's what I've been tweeting about. Lord of the Rings is coming back on Amazon Prime and I can't wait. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'll Good. make you watch it. Good. <laughs> I look forward to the hunting seasons on it. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, well, uh, I you can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, a few things. Skip about Captain Marvel stuff. This is Captain you Marvel. Said, no, you said no. That's fine. No Captain Marvel. Skip I, I tweeted about like you know like if anyone really wants to help me move my house, it'd be great. But you know, joking, not joking. Sorry, not sorry. But my favorite one, I think, is a retweet. Uh, which I added is like louder for the people in the back, uh, is uh, a tweet. I retweeted a tweet from Paul Verhoeven, which is just basically everything Sonic is garbage, has always been garbage, will always be garbage. Aww. I'm calling it. You've all been Emperor's new clothed by a fucking serial mascot. And I could not That's... hit that like button any faster. Oh, I gave that a like as well, but I almost wanted to like be like, Except Sonic Mania. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's good stuff about 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. He look, stopped being good after the gen- Genesis. Is that I just, I just, I just That's haven't bad. got the time to care. I know. I, know I saw you that hate and I was Sonic like, and you hate Crash Bandicoot. I do. Yeah. And you hate Spyro. You haven't played Spyro. So clearly you hate Spyro. My, no, I'm open to Spyro. Are you open to Spyro? I don't see it. I'm waiting until it comes out of the Switch. No. Fair enough. It's yeah, see, it's yeah. You don't you say it's like, not gonna happen because it's gonna man. fucking happen. Activision later. wants yeah. that switch money. Absolutely, yeah. It's definitely happening. And they're gonna get everyone to double dip who already bought it for PS4 and Xbox One. Which I was the smart person and didn't fucking do it because I ahead of the curve. I borrowed my housemates. Yeah, fucking did it right. <laughs> I got two of my three platinums already. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I've been tweeting about. That's fun. It's good fun. Is it good fun? Yeah. Man, that was what we mean of a Sonic fans. I'm look. I'm really sorry. You're not. You don't seem sorry. I'm like. I'm sorry that. I, I'm sorry that you. If this Sonic the Hedgehog movie is good, <laughs> you should have to play Sonic Boom. <laughs> if it's good. If it's good. If it's good. Uh, what classifies it being good? I haven't thought that far ahead. Okay. Give me a week. <laughs> right. If you can come up with legitimate like <laughs> conditions for this, I will track down and plug in my <laughs> fucking Wii U. <laughs> place. Hey to man, play Sonic Boom. It's a, it got patched, so most of the broken stuff isn't as broken anymore. But it's still a Sonic game. It, it I still have to play a it's, Sonic it's game. It's one of the worst. And it's not a good Sonic game. Hey, I could have said, like, Secret Rings. Dude, <laughs> oh, did I have to play Or Black my... Knight. Fucking Wii. I did you a favor. My Wii U is still accessible in my house at the moment, so... Probably won't be when we move, but... Yeah, if you can come up with legitimate stakes, or legitimate, like, conditions for that, I'll take you up on that. Because I am confident that movie is going to be garbage. Yeah, I am, honestly, I am too. Um, I've, I've, you have to think of like counter stakes for me, and that's where I get scared. I look, hey. Actually, yeah, let me think about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess we'll check in with that one. That was a mistake. Yep. Uh, well, then, I've got a wonderful theme song. See ya, sound, and we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye.
Dialogue Options Podcast.